Hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends, but better friends, so love professional wrestling. I'm Derek. <laughs> I'm also Derek, but the real one. Yeah, that's true. Zoom says mm-hmm. so. Yeah. It's me, I'm Matt. Um, and we're a professional wrestling podcast on the East Drop Podcast Network. Listen to the shows. Um, they're cool. Go to Tree Fort. Um, if you feel inclined, if you don't feel inclined, don't go. Uh, be safe, everybody. Yeah, keep uh, that we're safety playing. going. Keep Two your weeks. fucking keep that energy going. Backs up, Max. So bop, bop. just hang out and sit far away from people, also, and then laugh, laugh at us. Also, listening to Burning Fight. It's on our feed. You can't miss. Yeah, it. it's yeah. Cool. hell yeah. The the, the extended Russell Boys universe is in full fucking effect. I mean, no, I, I don't like, know if it's. A, I don't think it's in full effect yet, but it's like it's starting. It's at the Reggie mm-hmm. part, at least. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. This is like when you know post credit scene in Iron Man. Mm. Like it's like oh, there's more to this. Samuel I, Jackson's I, here. I hate you, Oster. <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, yeah, it's cool. Nello wanted to use an Inside Out song, so I made sure that happened because Inside Out rocks. Um, if you don't that know Dis- about that, that Pixar movie, that Disney movie, Inside no, Out. Inside Out, Zach De La Rocha from Rage Against the Machines, hardcore band. Yeah, and if okay. we get like a copyright thing for that, Zach, you're a fucking liar. Not you, Zach, but Zach De La Rocha. Yeah, I'm. Maybe I am Zach De La Rocha. <laughs> maybe you are. Maybe do you play your dreads this whole time. They're tucked. How into do my, you? F- they're tucked <laughs> into my pants. How do you feel about workforces? Do you think that some of people that work forces also burn crosses? Hmm. Uh, I've, I've heard I've heard someone say something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, sheepish Zach coy. De La Rocha. They're being pretty coy, so so that yeah. proof I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we got a lot of talk to talk about. Fuck yeah, we um, do. Arguably, uh, one of the greatest pay per views of all time happened. Um, some people are saying that. backlash. <laughs> backlash 2018. I do. Do you know what's so I funny? Think, I think keyword is arguably. Yeah. No, it wasn't perfect, but people people were hyped about. It's one of the best ones in a up. while. And it's like yeah. it's the best show AEW has put on since its oh, inception. Hands, I mean, hands down. But like, yeah. I I have such a horrible gauge for that. I I genuinely am like. You know, I'm usually just pretty pleased. And so, like, uh, I was just... You enjoy WCW, like, unironically. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we've gone through it. But, you know, it takes all kinds to make this podcast work. And uh, I I don't know. Like, we were watching it, and I was like, yeah, this is... I fucking love it. And then, like, this is great. Uh, Good stuff. But then, like, I was kind of surprised when it was, like, number one pay-per-view of all time from any wrestling ever. And I was like, well, hang on now. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, I liked it. It was a little, was a it little is, aggressive. It is among the most feel-good wrestling pay-per-views of all time. And that's, I think, where some of the, like, confusion for some people is. Or, you know, some people kind of over overreaching in their praise mm-hmm. for this. Right. Because it was just, like, a feel-good pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. like, we don't get that often. And I think a lot of it was like people looking at exactly what happened, which we'll get into. But it was like, um, yeah, the feel good moments plus the the you, we really did have the the closest kind of analogy to like Hall and Nash showing up on 
WW, you know, WCW. I mean, like Look at the adjective play. <laughs> yeah, there's like uh so I get it. I get it. There's like significance to the larger picture of the wrestling world in it for sure. Uh but yeah, I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's one of the greatest of all time. Okay. And and you know, also we'll see in the next next year, next two years, next few years what wrestling looks like. It could be as potential to be one of the most important. And that's also people get a little conflated. Yeah. yeah. And I'll say, I will say this. I think the most important one aside from like the original WrestleMania is probably all in. Yeah. That, I think mm-hmm. that all in still more important than this one because right. yeah. the, that was the like essentially proof of concept. That's yeah. Like this one could work. This one seems very much like, you know, the, they've just kind of like, Oh, the tables have turned. Right. Like they just doubled down on like, oh, now, you know, I think the the narrative of like, we're not competition where the uh, we're just the alternative, even though there's there was genuine competition for the last like year that they were genuine competition, boys. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Genuine Wednesday night boys. Uh, and um, but like this definitely seems like, oh, no, now the word competition is apt <laughs> because they have mm-hmm. uh, all of the major contenders from that other company now, except for mm-hmm. a couple. <laughs> I mean, except for a lot still like WWE is still stacked, but yeah, these course. are uh, as impactful as like, you know, pe- like debuts as you kind of could have in like all very different ways. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. And like, um, get the fuck in. I think it? there was I think there was one that was really important. Sat- uh, uh, Satoshi Kojima. Yeah. A debut, but more so an in-ring debut. That was tall Paul. Mm. Tall Paul. Oh, Doesn't oh, get yeah, any we'll bigger get... than that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the why it's the greatest. That of all was time. put in a specific place in the card just in the case co- I had to get cut. Because <laughs> no, it was the co-main event. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, let's run down the card. Can you guys hear me when I'm like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah I can I, hear I you. thought it was a good show, so I don't necessarily want to run it down, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's shit all over this motherfucker. Uh we Austin had the Jenkins. Uh <laughs> We had the pre-show match, uh, Best Friends and Jurassic Express uh, beat the Hardy Family Office. It was a pre-show match, but we got the return of the Butcher. A butcher. Also, um, he looks out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, how the mighty have fallen with Orange Cassidy. What did I say to everybody? They're changing his gimmick. He's going to get his head shaved soon. Yeah, now he's just, now he's just yelling. Now he's, yeah, he now actually he's ha- has, he cares now. I actually like this a lot because it, it was just like you just you're watching somebody drown in this gimmick that is that was a flash in the pan of like people being fucking hyped on it. And so now at least they're trying something different. And if it fails, that's fine because it might just be whatever but comes it, after this. That it was that so sticks. cool. And he's been doing that shtick for a long time. Yeah, and it's I think true. that's what bums me out about it is that yeah. it's like I've been a fan for, of Hot Boy Jim for a while. Yeah, but on the indies, it's different than on every Weekly. week on television. Yeah. They You're watching it every single week. Yeah, him. They overused like him going in there and having cool matches where it should have been. You don't see him on dark. You don't see him wrestling random geeks on dynamite. It's like you only see him actually go in there and wrestle. Like Chuck and now Wheeler um, should be the guys doing the work for the team. Yep. And if he comes in there. For anything, then it can be cool. So remember, like when they were first 
like feuding with the butcher and the blade and mm-hmm. like you would have like those spots with the bunny and it's mm-hmm. like okay cool like you could see it a little bit but then he just started having matches and matches and matches and a feud with jericho the whole Miro thing yeah and so it's like one of those things where it's like he's he's good he's cool and you could have kept this if you would have kept it special yep yeah but it it was a very serviceable pre-show and and i and i think i think also this just kind of this just snapped in my head right now i think that's one of the things that's about this is that sometimes aew as a whole can almost seem a little overindulgent yeah Mm-hmm. And then this is like one of the things where it's like it's too much of a good thing, and now it's not good anymore. Yeah, literally. Like I mean, I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm it's overexposed. Saying- it's 100 yeah. percent like you. Too much of a good thing is exactly like it's going to lose its its shine. Yeah. yeah. Next thing you know, it's just like you know you have to fucking yeah. He's gonna have to like be asleep during a match to try to get <laughs> that back. Like, mm-hmm. I know. Like napping. Or or take it a one eighty and and hopefully maybe a new gimmick that is like whoa can you know remember when Orange Cassidy was just the guy who put his hands what in his pockets what, what if he comes out and destroys Suzuki next week that's what I'm saying and then dude. like the I mean, week after that comes out looking like Suzuki that's he just like eats Kirby mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he just, just eats, sucks him in he just eats Suzuki <laughs> and then it's the match everyone's is, been waiting that his for. hair just changes and that's it dude Cannibal Jim I'll take it. <laughs> Um, yeah, the, then the, the proper first match of the card, uh, Miro beat Eddie Kingston. It was exactly what I expected. I wish they talked to each other more. I know. I, thought, I wish it was just a microphone fight. I, I, I thought that I was not expecting much from this. Um, and I thought it was, it was a lot better than I was expecting. I, I like watching a couple sluggers just slug it out. Mm. Yeah. The, the wrestling was exactly what I thought it'd be. The storytelling was really good is what yeah. surprised yeah. me. Yeah. yeah, Eddie Eddie can do that real well. I hated the end, though. They made Remsburg look like such a geek. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Remsburg, Remsburg was getting booed out the building. It's, yeah. I'm, I think, his, I know, think Eddie's going to gonna beat Miro and Arthur Ashe for the title because now they have an excuse for the rematch. Yeah. Right. It I makes just, sense. I just, I hate when they, when you inadvertently turn a, a ref heel. Yeah. For mm. no reason. It's like, you don't, need to make, you don't need for, to make Remsburg look that bad. Yeah, especially like people like people like Remsburg, you know, so it's like hard hard to turn him heel. Totally. When I think of Remsburg, I think of him crying at the Brody Lee Memorial. I'm like, I love this man. Yeah, he's super funny and he's charismatic. And he's, it's like he is a great referee. I mean, if you haven't watched Invisible Man versus Invisible Stan. I mean, that's him having a match. Like, that's just By him himself. having a match. Him yeah. calling a match. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, you can find other ways to, to, you know, get some heat or, you know, cheat or anything. It just, they, they have a tendency to make their reps look like geek. Then it comes in later. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm with you. I think, I think it is just leading to, to take it to, uh, yeah, is it Long Island? Staten Island. Um, Where's Arthur Ashe? I have no idea. I don't know. I've never been to fucking New York. I don't know. In Strong Island. I think (laughs) at least that's what Taz was saying on commentary. It's in Strong Island. Okay. So, you know, hometown boy getting a a belt there, that'd be pretty sweet. Even though I I do like the Miro who's motivated by only two things, a vengeful vengeful God and a double-jointed wife. I like that man. He He loves fearing God and fucking his wife. And... Biblically, that's all you could ask from a, a person. 
Yeah, it's true. Uh, the next match was uh, John Moxley versus Satoshi Kojima. Again, um, better than it should be. I've I think I've only seen one Kojima match, and it was at he had a Wrestle Kingdom match, right? Like, it was does. like a tag team. Was it Tim um, Cozy? I could believe it was that. like it was a bunch of old people. Yeah, yeah, sounds about oh, right. Oh, it was, was it the night too, like where they had like like it six man when, legend yeah. matches. It was, like, it was, it was like when Liger retired. Yeah, he was in Liger's retirement match. Um, so I wasn't expecting much, but man, that old man can still go. Oh, he can absolutely still go for a fifty-year-old man. Yeah, hundred percent. It was really fun. It was fun. Um, but for sure, nothing took <laughs> nothing was better than when after Mox beat him, and then we got the fucking surprise of murder, Grandpa. Kaze NRA. Minoru Suzuki comes in. He's doing a short stint in the United States of America. So yeah, is this for like um like uh New Japan Strong? Or like is he gonna be doing other stuff doing, in the States? He's doing or is it GCW just... shows. Fucking A, sick. He's just like he's just going. He's just going. He's just collecting a, a paycheck around the U.S.? Yeah. I'll take yeah. it. I'll take it. Come to the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. I, I don't know who you're talking about, but yeah. Suzuki. Oh, yeah. He'll, he'll do whatever. Yeah. Also, Matt, Eddie Kingston and Brody King are going to be uh, in uh, in Portland in a couple weeks. So. Oh, there is a in show October? I've been watching that, that El Fantasma. Um, Phantasmo? What? How the fuck? Now I, I can't even say his name. I can't even pretend like I'm excited to see him if I can't remember his name. I'm sorry. DOA Wrestling in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know. I don't. Are we? I mean, Satoshi Kojima. I I think is one of those things that probably means more to people who are uh, more familiar with his work. But I like yeah. the match. And then I like him on Twitter a lot, which is surprising because like I feel that like. At least the way that a lot of AEW fans are acting, it's like they are super invested and knowledgeable about like New Japan and everything. And like Satoshi Kojima is like exactly you brought this point up last week. It's like he was a triple count champion. Like that's GHC, All Japan, and New Japan. And I I just feel like while well, he got like a bit of a reaction, it's just like they weren't like popping for all like the big things that he usually does. Mm. Wasn't so, a big old crowd full of fucking ass nerds, dude. And I, I'm also surprised that nobody knows like that his finish is just hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the next match, Dr. Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander. The alien. They I, almost hurt I each other not- a lot. I did not watch this match because I was cooking food. They they almost hurt each other a lot. Yeah, it's it two people the, who are dangerous match. Yeah, it's two people who are really good and much better with someone who's better than them in the mm-hmm. ring with them. And I thought it was a good match, but it was scary. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I it's one of those ones too that like I. Sorry, I liked the match, but I honestly don't remember shit from the build. I don't feel like I like I remember I feel like Britt Baker is on screen a lot, but I don't know if they do a great job of like really driving the point home of this is the match that's happening and this is why. Or I'm just not good at paying attention. I'll fully accept that that's probably it. too. Um, it's because they also had in Pittsburgh like her fighting Red Velvet. Right. Yeah. And I felt so, like a bigger deal than this. And so they it's like they kind of they they like had to like book really quick and then also like it seems like Britt Baker like in like her promos and everything 
is more so just like kind of trying to be cool instead yeah. of like putting over a storyline. Yeah, and they uh, also don't uh, build the women's division. Well, as I say, it seems like they have to fight for screen time every time they're on there. So I can't, I can't blame someone for trying to get their shit over yeah. if you got 15 seconds and two hours to try. But the, and again, to that point, this match felt to me like a a, a large the a large point of it was to be like well, something's going on with Orange Cassidy. Oh, he's changing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a little more fired yeah. up. And it's just like, oh, great. Let's make it about Jim. Again, not 100% what they did. The match was good. But like, uh, it, it just is one of those things where I think that's what it is, is there's just not ample time given to build something like this to be as exciting as it could have. Uh, yeah. But I think Chris Statlander is cool. I think as I'm excited to watch her progress, you know, there's a few just talent in AEW in general that like you can tell given given the reps are going to just be like, uh, I don't know really yeah. uh, competent. She should pull some stuff back until then, but she does have a ton of potential. Yeah. Yeah. My um, favorite part of this match was that it was like Seth versus Seth because they were both, <laughs> they both just use Seth's moves, mm. which are just and, basic moves, but still like there, Seth is the one who uses them a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, he popularized a lot of those indie moves in the mainstream when he went to WWE, like yeah, that style of indie wrestling. Um, I, I, I did like, not one of Seth's moves, but one of Adam Cole's moves. I like that Bret <clears throat> hit uh, a Pittsburgh Sunrise. Yeah, that's cool. That was tight, uh, and it looked good. That was yeah. also cool. Looked very good. So good on Chris Statlander for making it look good. That's, <laughs> yeah. how, that, that's how destroyers yeah. work. Yeah, right. It's all on the person taking it. That's why Marty Janetti could do one in Virgil <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and Ricky Morton. All of them mm. have been Joey Janela. Could I do it? Do you think I could do one? I mean, can you do a front flip? If I try hard enough. Do it right now. We'll tell the audience how it goes. Yeah. No, I'm too tired. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I get it. I'm Fair not going to force you. Um, The next match, Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks. Please, n- please stop. Please stop these teams. They're going to die. This yeah. needs to be their last match. Why? <laughs> They're going Why to try does... to top it, and, and somebody's going to just get shot. It was... They're just so good. Oh, my God. I, I don't know if I can point to a better tag team match, especially at a cage. Well, like Pujabi Prison kind of match. match. Well, well, yeah. Well, yeah, duh. That wasn't a tag team match. That's true. That's true. The, what was the one in the weird structure with the Usos in the New Day? That was just a hell and cell. That was just heck in a sec. Oh, okay. I thought they at, were at a weird structure. No, the Singh the Sing brothers were like crawling through that cage, but it was not a tag yeah. match. And a great Kali uh, showed up in that <laughs> match too. Yeah. So um, but no, it's like these, of course, these these sets of brothers, these two teams of brothers uh, know how to fucking put on a good match, and they were in full fucking effect in this cage. And they told a great story throughout yeah. the match. Like, like the older brothers doing stuff to the yeah. younger brothers, and like it was just, it was good. He did the Candace and uh, redacted spot too. Oh, the 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 shoe with the the tax in yeah. it. Mm-hmm. But that's like, great. Lucha got in front of Penta. They've done um, it. They've done it. Penta got in front of Ray. Since. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I love. But, I love that. I got more out of Penta in this match than I have in any of their other matches. Where I was he's like, chilling. Oh. He's like, I, there's just more character of like. So speaking of trying to just get yourself over in every match, that's what Penta is. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's, oh yeah, 
he i could see that but he was just being there the angle of like the the brothers and like at really putting that in there as far as like him sack trying to jump in front of like the boot to save ray uh there was a few spots like when like the his mask was ripped and there's just blood in his eye dripping down Jesus. and he's just like getting fired up Lucha i was brothers like is, this fucking guy dude Lucha brothers like whenever either of them eventually loses like you know a mask a mask versus whatever match mm-hmm. it won't matter because we've already seen their faces entirely <laughs> so many their, times. Their, masks, their masks are ripped off and they're covered <laughs> in blood in like every other match they're in yeah it's so true that's that's, uh, a, that's like a lucha libra staple though <laughs> yeah where it's like you I kind of do you know what they look like yeah oh i mean there's that one match that was penta versus sammy callahan in impact a few years ago where mm-hmm. the, his mask was just fully ripped like just straight basically around open. his neck yeah. it was just straight open and it's like the whole face was covered in blood. I I feel like these tombs teams are gonna wrestle forever, but I would love for their last match to be against each other. It needs to be mask versus hair, like yeah, for sure. With these, like, each hair. Other. it can't because Nick Jackson's hair won't grow back. Well, that's, that's why it's it. the it's their last match um, forever. Here's the thing: under this current character, he could get shitty extensions, and that would fit. Oh, like that's true. If he's like just trying to hold on to some semblance of looking what he thinks is cool, just use this as an opportunity to get hair plugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, might if, as well. if, if not now, when we yeah, get that definitely. Bosley hair treatment, yeah, <laughs> or just fucking go bald, be a bald boy. I don't think he'd look good. He has, like, oh my yeah. god, yeah, he looks so bad bald. Yeah. And I want to see it because I want them to be punished. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was honestly, that I mean, fucking fantastic. It was so good. the The titles changed hands, which is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, the I'm yeah, it's just like a the young bucks absolutely do not need titles right now for their characters and like that just opens up so many more matches of like yep i want to see the lucha bros versus everybody i want to see a tag team division not young bucks and uh-huh random team week to week yeah and like, the, yeah yeah uh, they really the, did though like Bill, one, one thing i was thinking after that match one because the match was just so fucking good but also like because of just the name or the weight that the the name the Young Bucks carries uh, in the world of tag team wrestling, it's like those really are the most prestigious tag title belts right now, at least in the U.S. But like, uh, you know, you see the AEW tag titles, it's like, oh, that's got to be on some fucking legit badasses because mm-hmm. it was created by the you know quote unquote best tag team in the world. So like to see the Lucha Brothers with it, it's like it's nice to see a title and a like a belts really have like some prestige on them. Yeah, because first champions SCU just really just living <laughs> up to that now. I know, dude. I mean, hey, you know, we're all allowed to have a history. Queen of those Kazarians uh, figure at Walmart's are just a peg warmer. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, they fucking brought the house down and it set up. The house was brought down. And then we had a casino battle royal after it that I was like, maybe should have had that on. I, no, no, no. I love a good geek battle royal. I do too. I think they're it's just they're just tough. messes. They're they're they they can be sloppy. Uh, one of the it's things a strange thing that, to do that they do is like they do shoot time, which is oh, so fucking dumb. You can mm. control things. It's fake. So <laughs> do it. Give. The only thing I thought was like you have a match that was so clean and so full of like well timed spots, and then you're gonna throw on a big sloppy Joe. 
yeah. it's a sloppy Joe of a match right it's next the- to it. And I don't hate that now that we're talking about it. I'm like, okay, actually kind of is fun. But at the time watching it, I was like, this is a stark contrast to what we just watched, which I guess is maybe what you're trying to do. Yeah, I mean, it's, I thought the card was actually structured fairly well for everything that happened. Mm. Call Paul um, coming event. Call Paul coming well, event. It was just like, okay, we got this incredible match. All right, let's take a break. Let's watch this fun match. Um, and then get a cool reveal. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I do think this is the, I don't know. We've seen a few of these casino battle Royals now, and I still don't quite understand what we're doing here. So we got the they clubs and the diamonds and the hearts either. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> and then they, yeah, I, it's like, it works, whatever they're doing, it works. It just sounds like something that like Tony Khan's kind of like mathematical brain was like, no, this makes the most sense. And it's just like, I, I still don't, I don't, I don't like it because like, in the middle of the time, like you get random people just coming in, like mm-hmm. like these continue because they want to give everybody entrances. That's the thing that kind of it kind of kills surprises. But I don't know, it's weird. It feels they, like something that works better is a video game mode yes. to like mm-hmm. you know make something like a Royal Rumble more fun or something in a video game. But like in reality, it's just like it's some they found a way to be more convoluted like rule set than war games. Yeah, 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 exactly. Or like that can, one weird football match in WCW. <laughs> can they not do a tr- traditional like Rumble style? Well, or no, do tra- they, are they just trying to be different? I think so. Trying to so be different. traditional Rumble style is where like, they're all in the like ring. Battle, a battle royal is like they're all in the ring and just start. Yeah. Mm. Um, Royal Rumble is like it was just it was just so popularized by WWE. Like it was made there. Yeah. By old, by old Pat by Patterson. Old, old Pat. R.I.P. So Pat. I, I think they just want to have their own thing. Okay. Yeah. I think it would just make more sense. You know, we have, like, you're going to have the, the different suits be a different group of wrestlers. That's fine. I think, yeah, just have them come out. Have, have one person be, like, the leader of the suits with a, a flag, and then everyone comes out. Or something. Like, well, th- then it'd be, like a, like, a, like, a faction battle royal. But, yeah, just make it a faction battle royal. But then it's not shoot. I don't know. I don't like that. (laughs) Well, I guess we'll I'll book it, and then um, you book yours, and we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what the demo. We'll see what the demo. See what the demo thinks. I think we just go. I think they should go to TNA's reverse battle royal. No, it's the greatest match type of all time. Where's like if you get in the ring, you lose. If you get in the ring, you then have a match. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. They're trying to stop people from getting in the ring. Gotcha. I think they should have to go under the rope. I think they, used, the, to, they used to do that with women's battle royals back in the day. Oh, okay. It's just like if you were eliminated, like shit can from the ring, you were just a shit can. It's really fun it. watching Gail Kim eliminate herself from the Miss uh, WrestleMania battle royal by just jumping through the ropes after someone. <laughs> yeah. She was just so over the, the company at the time. She's just like, fuck this. <laughs> Um, yes, I was like, this also served as kind of like I don't know how long the match itself was, but it it was all in service of hyping up Ruby Soho. It was not, it was uh 22 minutes. There's a 22 minute build up for Ruby it, Soho. It, the thing is, it, it has to be because they use shoot time, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it yeah, boggles my mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we'll, we're already suspending our disbelief. You can, we don't have to be on, on the second, especially like when like. They like 
but this happened like in the men's ones too. It's like when they go through their spot so quick, and then there's still like a minute and a half left of just like brothering some just like chokes yeah. and stuff. Just get Thunder yeah. Rosa and Nyla like stiffing each other for like five minutes in the middle of the match. Hey, Abby. Uh, yeah. I, it, yeah. I don't know. It was fun. I Ruby was great. It, this was one of those moments. There was two in the night that I was really just like, fucking Christ. Why are the why are we the wrestling fans? So fucking obnoxious. Or yeah. I get it. People are excited. People are so excited. It's fun. Everyone knows Ruby's been doing these promos. It's all expected that she's there. But like They're throughout the match, really well. they were done well. But the, the videos are done well. But throughout the match, you get people like cheering her name. You get yeah. like, and then before the Joker's revealed, everyone's just chanting. It just makes it so it feels like a lot less focus is on the actual people that are trying to get their shit over in the two fucking seconds they have in this match. Well, yeah, uh, it is. that's why they're signing new people that they're not going to use well. And that's just, I don't know. That was the thing that kind of just like the fans the whole time who are genuinely like genuinely uh, excited with good reason. It's been hyped up. I'm, I don't, I'm not, I guess no one made a, you know, a poo poo mistake there, but it was just like throughout the whole match. I was like, we get it. Yes. Ruby's coming out. Just fucking watch. <laughs> yeah. And it was but the she, same. It was the same thing later, which we kind of got. We'll get to it. We'll get to it later. But she got to use a rancid song, so it was tight. It was sick. It was sick. I loved it. I loved it. It is tight. I remember I when I, I no remember when I did the baseline and I did the wrong one, and it was the uh, simple plan song. You say? Oh yeah, that <laughs> happened. Also, I never got into rancid, but it was. Um, I'm, I never, really, never did either. But I no, really, I. I I really like that fall song. back down. Go <laughs> gonna pick me back up again. I really like Time Bomb, and that, I really that, like Ruby Soho. I, say, I know, I know that. I, I know both the hits. Very good wrestlers. Yes, <laughs> that's true. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not a big rancid head. Uh, I like that he sings Rance like the Rance. dude from. <laughs> I I like that he sings like from the replacements. That drops. I honestly want to get into Rancid. It's like the replacements, but Scott. So that's I just like I just like when we can learn that bands like that aren't full of shitheads. Like that's the yeah. thing. I think I like Rancid more <laughs> now than I ever would have cared about their music in the past. Just be like, you guys have made it this far I'm, without I'm, being fucking. I've known they've been wrestling fans though. Like Lawrence Fredrickson, I think has a wrestling podcast, and he was in CM Punk's Doc. Well, it was it. Is that who gave? Was it Tim Armstrong mm-hmm. or was it who gave Ruby the? It was uh, Lars. It wasn't so like his name is Lars. Don't be alarmed. I'm fine. Man, when's uh, he going to debut in AEW? (laughs) God, he'd be over with me. Lars Um, from heavyweights? uh, No, (laughs) no, the other Lars that we want to forget about and already have. Oh, fuck. I forgot about him. I don't think he's coming back to wrestling. (laughs) I I totally like I went to Ulrich. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Fuck that. Is there a good. Man, there there are so many bad Lars in the world. Yeah, that's, you hear uh, that, Eric Mike Larson? Nabot- we're coming for you. That's Mike Nabokov's middle name. <laughs> that's a um, joke for one person. But yeah. so to, to bring it back, Ruby won the match. Ruby has a title shot. I I I like that she won. I don't like that she's the number one contender and is going to lose because the big feud is going to be against uh, Thunder Rosa. Yeah. yeah, and so like, it's you're, weird. You're, you're gonna give her the 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 big loss like real quick. Yeah, it's dumb. Also, uh, yeah, we'll get into that later. But 
Um, one thing we forgot a little to mention. short-sighted. Again, it gets a little overindulgent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing we forgot to mention was how badass the Lucha Bros brother's entrance was oh my god. oh my god that's true too that was a but that was a little bit of a thing too of like where it telegraphed uh by i was like oh uh, so they're gonna win <laughs> not necessarily yeah. because uh, there's like a wrestlemania actually there's been a few where if you got the music entrance you lost uh it's more i think it's more common than not cm yeah. punk um randall Shins- shinsuke i'm against aj that's true you know that's Bray Wyatt. True. yeah Bray like Wyatt. you're not gonna get the belt but we'll 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 pay extra you money to have cool. someone come some yeah exactly but that entrance was cool as yeah fuck. and i say that to say this the next match mjf versus jericho um mjf's entrance rocked the little <laughs> tease that it was going to be the y2j and oh that was jericho's last that match. was fun man i mjf i don't i don't know you know whatever honestly fucking gets me sometimes i love that i love the way that he uh that he i don't know i honestly i appreciate mjf as a fucking heel wrestler a lot of people do I, he might be a piece of shit. I don't fucking know shit about MJF. He plays a piece of shit well, but like, <laughs> um, yeah, I thought that was pretty fun. Um, I, and I then, uh, yes, you speak MJF to me. It's just such like the lowest common denominator. He has a really good cadence, is what he has. Yep, and he has really good like he is charismatic and he has like really good conviction of what he says. But everything is literally just like the. Just the lowest of the low. The it's lowest the of the low. Yeah, and it's like nothing he says is like, like, cre- like actually creative. Mm-hmm. And so, and we'll get yeah. to that like from Wednesday. It's just like, sometimes, yeah. sometimes it is, and then sometimes it's not. I also think that might be purposeful, or he's just not creative. But um, he's he's honestly just kind of an asshole. Yeah, yeah. I like. I, he gets a lot of praise for like all oh, living the gimmick and stuff. It's like so did Andy Kaufman, and Andy Kaufman was awful. You know, like that is yeah, a but, great comparison. Yeah, but he was awful to Jerry Lawler, so that rocks. That's true. <laughs> yeah, actually, funny. it was probably like one of the only people he wasn't probably. Like, probably yeah, because I mean, no, Jim Lawler. Carrey was oh, no, Jim, Jim Carrey was, was awful, awful to Lawler. Lawler. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's like, me and Andy were actually friends. <laughs> and Jim's like, fuck you, fuck you. I was the mess smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody stop me. <laughs> the pen is blue. <laughs> I'm Jose Canseco. Just yelling his own quotes at him. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then Chris Jericho decided to just have a guitar entrance. They were really banking on everybody singing along, but nobody knows the words enough to sing it like like with like a random guitar going with it. And, and the without- guitar player got really off. Mm-hmm. He was wearing yeah. Indians, right? I don't even. Uh, th- he I, had. He better have been. Yeah, I would not just have the, just like the quote just unquote, the, stage down. the arena yeah. fucking. Yeah, with all the like reverb. that reverb and shit bouncing off everywhere. Fuck that. And and he was playing without uh, the drums. Like yeah. you need the full band. You it didn't have the same like, effect. I'm I'm not a musician, but I feel like you need the drums to be able to play. Like, like a full song, right? You me, or at least a click. Yeah, I, I agree yeah. with you, Derek. I agree with you. Uh, <laughs> like, I, he might have had a click, but it kind of sounded like he didn't. Um, I also, did. like, something I've he, noticed recently. So I, I think I've mentioned before, Judas is the song that I li- I listen to. Judas at work when I have like thirty minutes to an hour left, and I need like a lot of times I need to like power through, and it's like the like actually physically most intense part of my day is like literally my last <laughs> hour sometimes. Um, and I will just put Judas on repeat 
um, because it gets me like going to get through that stuff. And Fuck then yeah, as a dude. reward, I get to stop listening to Judas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Do you blast it through the church speakers? Nah, I that'd wish be, that'd, be, that'd sick, be, that'd be pretty sick. Uh, it's biblical themes. Um, but um, something I've noticed is Fozzie are not good, even like, okay. Musicians. That song <laughs> is literally the simplest song I've ever heard like right. you really every single piece of it is like two notes the piano in that song is one note but that's ding, like the ding, most effective ding, 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 ding. that's the like, most effective like pop music thing it, too it, it's like it, the less yeah. less is more when it comes to getting shit yeah. stuck in people's I'm, heads uh, yeah i'm not saying like i'm not shit talking simple music or anything like that at all but i'm like it is not surprising that he is a bad guitarist <laughs> <laughs> that's true and they highlighted the shit out of it <laughs> with that but i i thought the effect was fun of this idea i will say I went into this being like, all right, we got Jericho facing off against Hoovy 20 years later. We got Jericho doing his fucking pain maker shtick. We got the sad guitar coming out. And, I, and in my head, I was like, I want to believe. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is the swan song for old this Jerry. This is it. Maybe this is Jerry's last match. But it wasn't. He he won. <laughs> and no, it was good. It it was, well, Jerry's show 2.0. Well, he lost. Oh, Jericho yes. won. Oh, he did not lose. He got his fucking tootsies on the ropes. I mean, the, the, this has happened before in wrestling, and it's true. Where the ref doesn't see it, ref doesn't see it. Yeah, the, and they all used to always say like, like the referee's call is final. Mm. There, I did. I think but that, they had the second referee like in baseball. Well, what the fuck is Paul Turner there anyways? Though <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't the official for that match. Mm. We have to overbook and the big matches. And I heard something like someone bring this up, and it like, it made me kind of mad, like that they didn't do a better job of highlighting this. Aubrey Edwards has a history with Jericho, where he was a, the heel champ, and she would like not back down to him. That's right. They could easily have played into like the idea of her being like quick to make a call against him because of like because of his actions so it's his it's his like you know own actions coming back to bite him but they didn't even like really reference that and stuff it's like that's so easy it's such an easy (laughs) story to tell it's right there yeah they should have but you know yeah what would it what would a big AEW show be without a, a big overbooked fucking wild ride and and like what makes me mad is like it kills like the enforcer gimmick too like when you have the referee on the outside it's because then, then it also kills any other finishes like this. Because why aren't refs running down every fucking time shit's happening? Like, because they've made mention that everybody watches the show, and we know that they have monitors in the back mm-hmm. to watch the show. Why? Why aren't there like replay officials like in football? Yeah, like, or, yeah. we're gonna call to the guys in New York during Eddie and Miro. Why wasn't? Why didn't someone come down and say, "Hey, yeah, Paul, turn, turnbuckle"? Yeah. Yeah. Shut up, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I would be interested in a wrestling promotion that did that. I don't know if I want it to be one of the big two, but I think that could be a fun twist, but then the heels never win or the heels have to find a more creative way to win. Isai, what's the indie wrestler whose gimmick is that he's a dad? Dan, the dad, Dan, the dad. (laughs) I would love a Dan, the dad, like, you know, like as GM, like indie show where it's just like a dad having football rules as like, have it run like it's full on, like the rules are real and like have everything like just kind of be like Sunday, Sunday football for Dan. And and he's dad. just there just like eating wings and has like a cold beer. Yeah. <laughs> There's just like a, we'll make it Cole Radrick because he just looks really young going to get him beer. So it's like his son, but he's like of age. So it's fine. And Marco. <laughs> 
<laughs> and Marco. Marco would be have a be a good son gimmick. Yeah, Marco is kind of you know. They should you, pair you him with, up with someone. the hand you got. He could be he's, a son gimmick. He's basically a mini me gimmick for a small wrestler right now. That's true. For Boy, so I want him paired with Paul Paul. <laughs> That'd be I funny. He would. He, wow. I think everyone wants cute. that. Wow. I, I love think that. that would get them both over. I think that would yeah. legit, legitimately, you could get a special baby Bjorn made that would fit him and Big Show. <laughs> I'm not even saying that sarcastically. I think that is possible. Well, it's like that he, one big baby that was all over the internet for a while. It'd be like that. <laughs> I, I hate to say it, we got to get those big po- baby. We got to get those boys over to WWE if we need. Well, if we want to see that gimmick. Well, and just think of him just jumping off of Big Show's head onto somebody. Yeah. He would do that. Is is Lucha? I mean, how, what's the what's the the height differentiation between Paul Tall Paul? And, I think uh, he Lucha comes dinosaur. His, I think. Um, oh, from well, I think Tall Paul's shrinking. He doesn't look as tall these days. He's, he's, he probably legitimately is because he's a really big man in his 40s now. Like, he's going to start mm-hmm. shrinking in general. Yeah. yeah um, also, he's definitely, his posture's like, he slouches a bit now. And Billy, because Billy Gunn was like... like little, six, six. Yeah, Billy Gunn's huge. Jesus. But it's like, Billy Gunn wasn't that much shorter than him. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a weird thing I noticed on Dynamite. Also, uh, this is just a random thing from talking about Billy Gunn. If I was one of the fucking um, gun sons, <laughs> nice. Um, nice. I, my I would turn into a luchador, and my name would just be Ali Hilda Culo. Hell yes, son of the ass. Um, one thing I noticed uh, on Dynamite was uh, Kenny and Daniel Bryan when they were talking to each other. Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson. Sorry, I am trying to get it right. Um, he's Daniel Bryan seems short in wwe but then in uh aew he just seems normal i know huh? it's yeah. true Bunch it's so true vanilla midgets spot <laughs> <laughs> right. inner, inner kevin nash came out Hell yeah. yeah it's true um, i want to be sexy well he grew he, he grew seven inches taller well, like think about it, wardlow is a monster there wardlow yeah. is smaller <laughs> than ridge holland <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. I like the idea of Wardlow just standing at like five foot six. <laughs> Everyone else. Um, the next match, Bobby Allen versus CM Punk. The return. Wait. One, two, Chicago three. Made himself. Hart. I wish Darby's like intro video where he jumps out of a helicopter was a shoot. And he just like fucking like dives in. It just dies. Just yeah. like splat. Shane McMahon yeah. went though because Shane McMahon's a true best in the world. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, he survived. He took a bump from a helicopter. It's true. He jobbed. Yeah, the helicopter jobbed out to him, as it should. He just um, wants to get, Dad, do you love me? <laughs> what did y'all think of Punk back in the ring? It's great, better than He's expected so because he, he. I think he like so. I know I've been a little critical of Punk in the ring, just like that. It doesn't hold up, like. Compared sure. to the people who fall, who were inspired by him and followed him, like he deserves the credit for that. But some of like people, people done like a little sloppy. People like Seth like took that style and like cleaned it up. Yeah, like you know, made took like watched CM Punk and then learned from that. Wasn't having to innovate the style, so mm-hmm. it, it's cleaner. It, it makes sense. Um, I no, something that funny. I really, I really true. Yes, I'm sorry. 
I apologize. Um, <laughs> something I realized is that um, Punk is like a much always was a better technical wrestler than he really like even showed like the, all the mat based stuff and like all the reversals and stuff like him relying on that in this match, I think was a really smart thing to keep it looking like really crisp and also yeah. not like, and keep the, like the high spots and stuff like that, like effective and meaningful. And also like slow down the match a little bit, let him like get his bearings and like this- not get lost ever. This was a WWE match. Yep. And I mean that as a compliment. Yeah, it was different. I mean, and you said it's like one of the first ones. I think the Cody Dustin was also a WWE match. That one was more of a WCW NWA match. It okay, was, okay. It yeah, was that, so that was pre-Nitro school. WCW. Okay. But, but yeah, uh, it was... This was the most WWE match ever I've seen on AEW. And mm. I mean that as a positive. Yeah. Like when WWE main event style is good, it's fucking great. Yeah, true. Look, at, look at Roman all year. Yeah. It's like, look at like edge matches, like edge and Seth. Like Punk versus time. Cena. Punk versus Cena. Every single one of them. It's so mm-hmm. like, it's, it, it's like when it's done well, like Shawn Michaels matches are, are so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was and cool, man. Like it's cause... cool to be able to like, you can show that you can slow it down and make those big dumbass moves that Darby does. Like make them impactful, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Zach. It's like make them meaningful. I like Punk did, yeah, and I like the way that Punk, who I'm not as familiar with his in ring work. I like same with Zach. I missed a lot of his uh, actual run, and I've only seen the matches I've gone back to watch that were really good. But um, he is a really good character in the ring that I thought was really good. Like the way that he would play up his spots with Darby. I thought was like, oh, that's somebody who like has clearly been in a wrestling ring for a large part of his his like adult life. Because like he's just so he's so fun to watch, even though he's not clean at all. <laughs> like when Darby went for that coffin drop and he kind of just sat up, like what'd you fucking that, think I what you fucking think I was gonna do? Yeah. He controls a crowd so fucking that's the, well. That's the thing. He just knows how to talk to an audience at any given moment. Uh, with any sort of with his movements with his body and uh yeah it was it was cool and it's also just exciting to to watch you know as much as like the shit with uh colt was like really fucked up and definitely put a really bad taste in your mouth about about punk about about philip uh it was like it is really amazing to watch somebody who absolutely had their passion for something like taken away uh and then to to find it again and then get yeah. murdered, murdered in something else, and then come and get back. <laughs> yeah, and it, be like, well, I guess this is all I'm good at. Just go through blocking a bunch of people on Twitter, and then coming back to wrestling. That, that's yeah. why. That's why I threw the jab. I honestly, I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I like CM Punk. Weird seeing him in Long Boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's tight. He needs a belt on that because I don't like the way trunks like that look. Without it like, looks, looks like they're gonna slip down. Like where's yeah. the J's? Yeah, it looks like yeah, it looks like you're gonna, gonna get it's gonna little... be Mia Yim in a second. <laughs> pants always an issue. <laughs> yeah. You got also I think that AJ Styles has like the best gear and he has mm. a belt on his, and so I'm like, just copy AJ Styles, it's fine. Brian yeah, Myers did it. Yeah. Uh like every pretty much all of the indies have done it now. Like everyone yeah. or like just like yeah, just go get a pair of one of Angelico's like little little baseball belts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like Eight bucks or ten bucks at your fucking like Dick's Sporting Goods. Yeah, go to Big Five, dude. Mm-hmm. 
Like now that I'm assuming he's a Cubs fan, not a White Sox fan, right? I believe. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, yeah, just get some like pin, you know, the Cubs style pinstripe, like long boys. Yeah. Everyone, everyone would love it. Yeah. I thought too. And I, you know, we could, I'm, I'm skipping a little bit, but we did for punk specifically. We just got a promo from him uh, on the following Wednesday. And uh, cause it, that was a big thing. Leaving this match was like, what is going to be next? And you know, that was the big question. It's like, God, it was such a clunky segment. <laughs> On Wednesday, it was funny yeah. just to be like, so are you just going to have Phil come out to be the guy who like just like r- like runs down the card? Somebody <laughs> on somebody, somebody tweeted this and I, I I forget who. And I'm sorry if you if this was you and you listen, but they just said they want him to come and do like SNL like monologues. And they just might like, have been Slidey. It, it might have been or like Slidey might have retweeted it. Yeah. But um. We're going to get like, dangerously close to that territory that we were talking about with fucking Orange Cassidy of like maybe two. No, but be it'd be hilarious, much. though. It's like just like does like a quick monologue. Like, all right. We got Minoru Suzuki's in the How building. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Punk. <laughs> um, Anyone excited to hear? Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, that segment. Okay, when he's like, who do you want me to fight? And then Taz is like, hey, keep Team Taz out of your mouth. He's like, I didn't say anything, but... It's because you put something on on Instagram. I think you did did interviews on radios. I was like, you covered yourself, Taz, because it does look like you maybe missed a cue. That that corner of wrestling Twitter that's super horny for Hack is super stoked. Hook? Hook? Hook, whatever his name is. I don't Hack. Hack. The Sandman? Yeah. Really horny for hardcore Hack? Oh, oh my God. Dude, there's got to be people. I'm horny for Hack. Yeah, send Hook. No, send hack. Send hack. <laughs> I yeah. So like when, when Taz got in there, I thought it was actually a pretty clever way to be like, oh, okay, we're still gonna have him kind of go through some younger guys and yeah. not go right to the main event. I thought it was at least clever, uh, if it was, but yet maybe a little underwhelming. I don't. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. It's like I'm trying to hamper my expectations about what it means to have CM Punk back and in, in AEW. Uh, I don't think he's gonna wrestle a shit ton. I think it's it's a dangerous. They said about twelve to thirteen, but it, that he'd be a kind of a regular character. And okay, so that's it, the it, way to do it. But they they got to make sure they stop just doing this promo now. Like yeah, yeah. yeah I don't want to see it every. I don't want to see it every week. Host. Yeah. yeah, they've got a <laughs> the host of AEW right now. He his character does, like, is Jay Leto yeah. monologues. Yeah. Hey, right now, hear about this? Hear about this? Hear about that? Um, you guys hear? You guys hear? Kojima's coming back. Do you guys hear that old uh, Hunter had a heart attack? <laughs> Jesus, huh? guess it's time to play the game, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then look at uh, Kevin Eubanks. <laughs> oh yeah, down that musical guess. Ozzy. They're guitarists from Fozzy. <laughs> um, yeah, right now his character is just Phil. Like, it is just and, happy. It's happy to be here, Phil. And that's it. That's nice to see, like, to start. But, to start. like, you've got to take a next step. And, like, yeah. just think about this. Like, think of, like, some a lot of the biggest moments in wrestling. Like, Daniel Bryan, WrestleMania 31, and, like... And there's a bunch of others where it's like the big moment is so great, and then the follow up, like, is so bad. And like they really got to avoid that with with Mm -hmm. CM Punk returning. Like 
They, yeah. They, you don't have you, I don't think they should put him in some huge feud right away. Mm-hmm. Like let him get his sea legs a little bit. Let him like, let us all calm down a little bit and then build mm-hmm. back up to the next big thing. Um, so when he fights Brock Lesnar, um, <laughs> <laughs> he was the next big thing. Um, but um, like, let like build up to it and then, but build up to it. Don't just yeah. like do whatever. I, I did like that Taz brought that up. He's like, what? I don't know this happy-go-lucky CM Punk. What are you doing? I like the, I'm tired of this CM Punk love fest you got going on out here. <laughs> yeah. Taz fucking rocks. I, oh, Taz is I great. I think that's why oh, part of the reason I like Dynamite D- so Derek, much was because Taz. Derek, I'm so excited to tell you this. Whenever I eventually sucker you into watching all of 2002-2003 SmackDown, oh, uh, no. Taz is a commentator. Cole, here comes the pain. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's that young Michael Cole and Taz. Tight. Um uh the co-main event, uh Paul yep. White beat QT Marshall in three minutes. Yep. Awesome. The fucking I... most pointless fucking sh- I'm at okay. Um for people who know who uh Tenzen is, who's uh Kojima's tag partner in Tenkozy, he walks and he walks bow-legged now. Big mm. Show walks bow-legged now. His legs are, his knees are bowing, and uh, it looked like for a second one was going to give out on the ramp too. Right, we're going to yeah. get one of those. Like, yeah, oh, there, there's a reason why he's been so shredded in the gym and stuff. It's because he probably can't do anything but just weights at this point. Like, he definitely can't do any cardio at all. Like, so also he stole and stretched MVP's gear. <laughs> <laughs> it is MVP's gear, dude. Hundred percent. I. Look, I get it. I understand. You, we gotta I'm have coming. That's that's that's. should have been a like if we're gonna get do the 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 tall Paul appreciation match. It should have been a tag match. It should yeah. be with Jericho. They should do a Jericho reunion one time. Jericho. Well, reunion. that's you the were, thing. You're not even kidding. Yeah. <laughs> like I, no, like I'm serious. That, like, that, that, that's that's just real do it right there. Just just do it. Why not? Like yeah. if you're gonna do nostalgia, if you're like the uh, the nostalgia for 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 tall Paul. Is all based on other companies, you know. Right. So oh, if yeah. you're gonna do that, just do it. Like just just go all in having you know a Jericho reunion. Mm-hmm. Go all out. I had I I, I understand. I 100 percent understand. You can't just have big match to big match. I mean, you absolutely can. And honestly, I would have mm-hmm. been fine with Wrestle, it. But I mean, Wrestle Kingdom is that every single time, except true. not anymore. But. But it felt like a very WWE move to be like, now let's put one to cool them down. Let's cool them down before we heat them back up. It used to be the um, at the time, like the Divas match that'd be between Taker and Tyler. Like, go get a beer mm-hmm. before the main event kind of a thing. But it's like, and I get it. Sure. Fine. It, I'm not upset about it. I don't remember a fucking thing about that match. And I don't. I remember Tall Paul just looking like he may not be able to watch. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Chokeslam looked good and nothing else did. <laughs> yeah and that's fine um but it did it did set up what i was probably my most shocked of the night was just how much i fucking really enjoyed the main event oh, yeah oh, holy shit really? though just one last thing on um jerry's show wmd judas effect tag team finisher it's like oh, well, like like tandem are you talking like DIY tandem style yeah tandem to the same guy oh. But like he puts him up for the slam and then Jericho. No, the du- the WMD, the punch finish. Punch. That oh, <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah. one thing I think that could be cool too. It's like you hit like either the punch, and then they like sell around to like the other one. 
if you do punch into the Judas effect, it could be cool. Mm. Oh, like like knock some loopy with the punch, and then they're like, "What?" And like, because yeah, that's usually how people sold it, anyways. Is like the like the rocky like boxing like, whoa, like whoa, head, whoa. head sway back yeah. sort of thing. Got it. Kill the dude. Yeah, I wouldn't mind a murder tag team with Tall Paul. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the main event: Kenny Omega beat Christian Cage. This match happened. Mm-hmm. I, I like. <clears throat> And Christian really does put his money where his mouth is as far as that man can put in work on a match. Yeah. It's not the most and, exciting work, but it yeah. is it is like you could tell this dude is fucking busting his ass and like he, he has his whole career. Like he, that is the, the thing about Christian. That's so cool. He can make anyone, any wrestler in the world look good except himself. That's kind of true, isn't it? Well, and it's they, him, him and Tyler Breeze. They are the same wrestler. It, oh. they, they also, the they also finish. have the same finish, too. Yeah, I took the finish from Christian because they're the same wrestler. They are guys who work like high flyers who aren't high flyers, but are like so fucking competent. Like every, yeah. they don't make it, they don't make a mistake ever. They just don't do anything extraordinary. Yeah, yeah. totally. And they um they made Christian look strong though, like having to take a one-winged angel from the top rope. Yeah, from that that, that yeah, Christian that, looks strong. Dude, an Aval- yeah, like well, what uh, was it? Second rope? Aval- yeah, it was Avalanche. But yeah, like yeah, it's rad. It's super rad. Uh no, he worked his fucking he worked his doink off, and I appreciate him for it. Um, yeah, he outworks everyone. That's I, don't know. It, I don't know about that. <laughs> he outworks everyone that's you know pushing 50 or however old he is. I, I would say over the course of his career for like I mean, obviously now. You know, multi-time world champion, including in WWE, like he's had accolades yeah. and stuff. But considering the amount of like work and high, like big moments he's been in, and like the amount of people he's like made look good and stuff, versus return on that investment into the wrestling world, he's, he's out maybe outworked everyone for the course of a career. I, that's what I think. I don't think there's tons of flashy moments you can point to for Christian, well, but you look well, you at know, uh, you look at a I consistent think, sort of line, and he's there. One I of his there's one person that could uh, that outworked him, and that was me. I was gonna say Owen. Um, no, no Owen. not my brother Owen. Uh, but um, <laughs> I was gonna say lost it. Um, Brett just Brett's Brett just here to do Brett, this. Brett will do that to me. It's amazing. <laughs> Matt, and that and that like I see two doors behind you. Is that closet where Brett keeps his jackets? Yeah, yeah. Just his Brett's jackets. It's Brett's jacket closet. Um, and the <laughs> other door is um, it's the rest of the house, but Brett calls it his room. Ah, yes. <laughs> oh, I was, I was um, I'm gonna say like, I'm, I'm surprised that uh, you could even go go into my room. I saw you in there, <laughs> in my room that has a, an oven in it. Yeah, and bathroom, and the outside is also. You have to go through your room to get to the outside of the house. Seven Eleven's also mine. I own. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Apparently, we're just taking over city blocks. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Um, I was gonna. I um, one of Christian's two world title wins, even like so. One of these huge moments, he won by Randy kicking him in the dick, because there was a stipulation that if Randy got disqualified, he'd lose his world title. Oh yeah. <laughs> he just couldn't I, stop kicking dicks. Yeah. yeah. Christian spat spat in his face. Ah. Got Randy to kick him in the nuts, and went, that's how he won the world title. Ah, but, uh, yeah. But yeah, after the match, all the friends come out. Um, um, Kenny, 
Um, I was shushing the coffee maker. No, not a human being. I'm not rude. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. So Kenny, Kenny gets the mic and he's like, the only people who can beat me are retired or already dead. Or they're not here. Yeah, exactly. Not here or they're already dead. And then the lights go out. And who comes out? What if it had been Taker? Austin <laughs> Jenkins. It's all about the boom. Then fucking fake UE riff. Yeah. yeah. I, which I like it. I like the fake UE riff. It's better than Kyle's fake UE riff. <laughs> I, don't, then- I don't hear UE riff and Kyle's. I just hear like, you could tell like he like just probably fucking really does enjoy that song. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's rocking. But Adam Cole, baby, is all elite. And uh, dude, people loved it. I loved it. It was so exciting. It was a genuine surprise. And I don't glad it was. Besides Double or Nothing, when Moxley showed up. Well, was that even a surprise, or was that like everyone? That was, like, yeah, he's going. That was that was a surprise. He like, okay. you know, people thought that it was possible and stuff, but he was playing it pretty coy about what he was doing. And like, I when we went because yeah, going into also that, people were th- talking about Punk because it was in uh, wait no, right. I was in Vegas. It was in yeah. Vegas. Talk about Punk. Yeah, yeah, people like to talk, but it was for sure. It was like, um. They didn't do a good job keeping it under wraps <laughs> that like Adam Cole was free and probably going to be there. There, you know, we had a few, uh, like there was a thing of like CM Punk with his fucking shoes and stuff like that. <laughs> but like it was genuinely because that was another moment where everyone's going like, yes, yes, yes. Uh, because we're all expecting D Bry, Bry D, yeah, Bry D, Dragon uh, Man. And uh, and so when Cole did come out and it was just like it was so sick. And then when you fucking pump or who was it? What it was it? It was one of the fucking Jurassic Express. He just fucking was like, pow, get the fuck yeah, out of here. I'm actually with Jungle Man. Jungle Boy. That's right. And he's like, I'm actually with my friends, bro. Fuck you. Uh, and then they, they stood tall. Kenny It's like, well, yeah, with that. Stand tall. They, they stand kind of short. Yeah, that's true. They stand mm-hmm. about one, five foot eight. One one thing I like is like, I never heard him say are you ready for story time with adam cole um Who's it's really it's time with adam cole baby that he never did that in nxt he it's was keeping bonkers. it for himself for okay sure. was that previous okay. gimmick story time thing mm-hmm. yes oh, okay cool Hell yeah. um but i felt like i was like oh this is a thing because he's doing it every time okay this is a thing <laughs> um but man <sighs> I love him so much. I, like, I do too. And and what this is where like I'm really excited for what happens after this. Yeah, it's also really mm-hmm. cool. But then also what that does is it dilutes what had just happened. Yes. Oh yeah. And so and like because like I loved like like when the Bucks went in gave him the double like cheat kiss because they've done that before like in PWG they did that and they did that when they when they kicked him out of Bullet Club. Hmm. And it was just super cool. And then, um, yeah, I, I love that stuff. I love that he was like, like I just love Adam Cole too, Big Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was just, it was, I was so happy. I was actually surprised because I even said that before. It's like, like I don't like, regardless of where he goes, I just want to be surprised. Like, don't tell it. I hope it's not reported. Yeah. I just want to, I just want to like either hear, like, I just want to hear the music and see the name and be like, fuck yeah. 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 
I, I, it would be cool. I hope Adam Cole has a bit of a, uh, one of those fun, fun darling contracts where he gets to spread his wings a little bit if he wanted to. But I also just think he could be, as long as it's just PWG. Like that's well, he could just be attached someone, to the hip of the, at the, of the fucking elite. Just get him to PWG and that's it. That's fine. Someone sent a tweet that said, y'all don't realize that all these people can be in PWG now. Not necessarily. Yeah. It all depends on probably what their contract states. And like, I know like if I was with Jonathan Khan, I would be like, guys, like we really, you know, shouldn't be working PWG monthly because like, if you guys get hurt, cause I know the matches you have there, like <laughs> then, you know, we're fucked over here. Right. Yeah. And like, I, it's like, you know, I love super dragon, but you know, it, that like $300 he's going to pay out for you. isn't going <laughs> to, it's going to be worth like a torn ACL yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, I think Danielson will be able to do whatever the hell he wants. So, he, not, mm-hmm. uh, he would apparently, like as more and more gets reported, apparently in WWE, he also would have been able to do whatever the hell he wants. They were opening that door for. They were opening yeah. that fucking forbidden door for Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Meltzer said, said that he could have done the G. Like Vince told him he could do the G one. Yeah, that is did, bonkers. Yes, but Daddy wanted him to be safe. But daddy wanted him to be safe. He's Appar- too protective of a- me. Apparently, like they like dude, I want to talk about that. They had a really, really good relationship. And oh, that is from that scrum, like that, I could tell. Uh, like that like just blows my like it just like goes to show like this weird fucking person that Vince is. <laughs> yeah. Just looking for a son when he has one. And but like his like everything about Daniel Bryan. Vince should hate this guy. Like he's <laughs> he's a like he's a hippie, like who like loves the planet and like doesn't eat meat and is <laughs> tiny and does like or style of wrestling that Vince doesn't really like <laughs> yet because I I think because Daniel Bryan choked Justin Roberts with a tie and then didn't care that he had been released and was like okay <laughs> the fact that he immediately said one showed some weird like power thing that I'm sure Vince loved but had to fire him because of the, the image of it and that's mm-hmm. it but then said oh okay I don't need you and he's like wait wait wait, wait. like he, he oh, fell in love with Daniel Bryan shorty's got a backbone <laughs> he, he brought him back a month later after firing him like and then inserted him in, onto John Cena's team like then, I mean, he, he this, like, like a month later for the US title and then was like world champ like yeah, like his our first like runs with the the belt like weren't great. They were you know what they also, were. Also, but he tell, did it. Yeah. Also, you could tell that like he won money in the bank, but you could tell this is something that somebody that Vince would like because he paired him in a, I put him in a gimmick where it's like he was dating the Bellas <laughs> and and Gal Kim. Like he was this ladies man. He's like, hey, hey, Daniel Bryan. I like you. You're gonna go be with the chicks. Hey, hey, future son-in-law, go <laughs> bang your future wife and her sister. Um, we should say. I know I started this tangent, but we should say for people if people are just listening to this and don't watch wrestling, um, it's weird. But you might exist. Uh, Daniel Bryan showed up in AEW. Brian Danielson, Danielson showed up so, in AEW because Kenny's like, all right, well, here's a feel good <laughs> ending for you. The whole elite is here. We're all fucking having a great time, and then like the elite goes to do and his goodbye. Gallows. The elite minus <laughs> redacted and gallows. <laughs> yeah, 
And then, uh, yeah, he's like, goodbye, smooch. And a remix of Daniel Bryan uh, theme, Flight oh, of the Valkyrie. The fuck it. I hate it. I hate it. So I think that's much. such a. I, I, I don't like it either. But it should have been Firestorm it. by Earth Crisis. Um, it. Fly of the Valkyries is like common. Is fair. It's use. common use because yeah. it, was, it was supposed to be Final Countdown, right? And then yeah. Europe was like, "We want two million dollars for you Pay to play it, that Tony. song." Pay it, Tony. Pay it, Tony. You yeah, got fucking Ruby Soho money. for free. You got Ruby Soho for free. Your dad's money. You don't care about it anyways. Yeah, take, <laughs> take Shad's money and your, get, give that Europe money. Your dad is worth three times what Vince McMahon is. Pay for it. He probably has an allowance, but it's not like use his allowance. Yeah, it's also and like allowance is a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds like Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson fucking a also uh, like bad he, music. Well, he put he had a friend to like put that together. I heard so I think it was it something sounds like something brought, your his friend did. Just yeah, like it sounds like something. It sounds like something someone's friend put together. Uh, but I I think he brought it with him. So well, you should him, take whatever. it back. <laughs> yeah, get him. Tony's like, we're gonna get you a new one, bud. Uh, this one's stinky, but uh, yeah. Just so do it, a fucking Jimmy Hart and gets like do like a fake final countdown called the last count. It's like, <laughs> but what I love, one of the things I, I appreciated so much was the next day I was like going through watching like the media scrum after the um, the event, and my favorite thing is one about how much Daniel, how much Brian Danielson doesn't give a shit about being like, I love WWE. I just left WWE. Like, just like, it was really fun. But he, I, he doesn't have to worry about burning bridges because like, um, one, it's not his favorite Haste Today album. Um, but two, <laughs> um, he like, he, he'll be welcome back. Oh, whenever yeah. he goes back for his last run in Hall of Fame induction, you know, like, I like, I like him talking absolutely. like, People are asking him, like, what do you think, you know, with with you being here and Punk being here, what do you think you guys could do for this company? And Daniel's like, I don't really give a shit about what we can do for the company. I want to I want to produce great wrestling. Uh, Yeah. And and, but also, like, he's he's not doing it for the company, just like he's not doing this to spite WWE. If he had been Mm -hmm. in WWE, it wouldn't have been to, to for the sake of them. It is for the sake of the concept of wrestling and for himself. Right. Yeah. Like and. and and so that he can say the fuck word now. And he does. Like, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't, like, he cares about this art form. Like, that, you know, like, that's, like, there's reports saying, like, that was a big part of his decision is saying, like, he thought that the, him going was better for wrestling overall. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And, like, one, that he has the self-awareness to think that way and that it's true. It's not like him being, like, full of himself. He's like, he understands his importance and says, I'm going to, you know, make this thing that I love better. Like regardless, like staying in WWE would have been easy for him. Like, and I'm sure like he could have like continued to push the career, like being part of the writing team and stuff like that. His, I don't think his career was like in any jeopardy of being stagnant whatsoever. Even if he never was in another world title scene, he was in the main event of WrestleMania this year. Like, yeah, and has been part of the writing team. That's like the next step in his career if he wanted. But he's like, no, I want wrestling to be better by the time I leave it. This is what's best for wrestling, and also I get to go like do this thing that I I want to do. Yeah, he was saying like you know have getting you know he's a family man now, and most of his life is very 
structured and settled down. And he was like, I need this uh, aspect of chaos in here. The one thing that, so, and I thought that was great. All that stuff was great. My favorite thing to watch ever is Adam Cole on those scrums being the least shithead of a human being ever. (laughs) Well, he's just like in the ring being like elites back, baby. Like, I've only had a chance to talk to my mom. Like I've only talked to my mom. Oh my God. He's being like, like, he's like, it meant the world to me. I needed oh. that. Ex- I needed that you extension watch, like, so, so I could so I could party. finish my program with Kyle. It meant the world to me. It was everything to me, and I got to do that. And it was the it was the best. And I love Kyle. And now I get to be here w- with Tony and all my greatest friends. It, I could, couldn't I couldn't be happier to be somewhere. And it's just like I love it because he is genuinely such a sweetheart. And you, I'm watching him on Up Up Down Down. Yeah, or sure that stuff. It's like. He is such he is such a nice fucking dude, and so it's just it so... really ruins the heel persona. I am, I'm saying that <laughs> it blows I'm it sarc- sarcastically <laughs> a little bit because he's it's so like, good. It, he's really good at it, but it's like one of those things like, oh, there's Austin. That's the thing. <laughs> I was like, dude, you could. He's like such a nerd. It's like you couldn't intimidate anybody. Yeah, I mean, the dude has the Anthony Bourdain seal of approval. <laughs> Does true. he? Yeah, I mean, yeah. he was on Anthony Bourdain's show once. Oh, that's he great. And, he and Britt. Yeah. That's awesome. It was like but right yeah, before he got signed. I love it. Of course, we love it when people are sweet. You got to mm-hmm. love a sweet person. It's just so funny to be like, dude, Too 10 sweet. minutes ago, you were just fucking, I don't know. And then on Wednesday, he fucking killed me with the fucking Colin Tony and nerd. Oh. oh, yo, one thing we can get to Wednesday now. One okay. thing about Adam Cole. Baby. Kenny should not be allowed to talk after he talks. No, no after it, Adam Cole talks. Here's the thing. The, it's it's a little jarring now. I think Adam Cole being with Kenny makes Kenny's character better bring it out of Kenny because it what it does is it like it really shows what Kenny's character is is a is a weird ass video game <laughs> 80s like movie villain. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And like I think Where Adam that, Cole's a normal human being. <laughs> Adam Cole is a real human. Uh, and I think the art bully as you really like lean into the juxtaposition of the two, it makes both better. Yeah. Um, not, not that Adam Cole needs to be improved at all, <laughs> but I think it just, it's just, it's like a fun combination to me because like, especially whenever they event, they finally do the story that they were going to do that they're when Adam Cole was going to be the super of the bullet club and they replaced him with Cody when he left, mm-hmm. um, they're going to eventually tell that story and it's going to be like, Adam Cole finally going like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Act like a person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're freaking everyone out, dude. Uh, I, yeah, that's also, actually... yeah. Like One thing with, with Adam Cole is he got like the best of like all world. Yes. He really did. I was just thinking that. I was like... The, yeah, it's like, a, yeah. like the coolest part like of NXT like, for, was, was, was him for a long time and Undisputed yeah. Era. Um, yeah. You gotta have like some of the best matches in NXT. He's like been a part of multiple five-star plus matches. He has got to be in the Royal Rumble. He beat the WWE champion on SmackDown and like stood tall at the end of it. He fucking um, Royal Rumble. He yeah, he was in the Rumble. He he had a, a NXT title match on Survivor Series, which is probably the best match of the card. Um, that's close, but um, yeah, he's got to do so much cool stuff. And then he's like, oh, and now I'm gonna go do this other cool thing over here. He literally just got the best of everything. And one mm-hmm. is watching him kind of walk in there with the elite. It's just like, yeah, because the Undisputed Era was the best fucking thing that NXT had going for so long. It was the best thing in wrestling for <laughs> for a while. Like, and then, for but a for, bit. for me at least, watching him stand there with the elite, it's like, but nothing compares to this. Like this is yeah. like 
this is so much bigger. And it, it's yeah. just, it was, it's so cool to feel yeah. like that, the gravity of that scale. I just and, wish he dressed a little more like a shithead to match he them. He might. He might start. Uh, I, 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 I want think, him never to. I, I think he's going to be like, he's going to always try to be Mr. Cool Guy. Yeah. And I think, I think that's why he's going to, I mean, he's going to turn on that because he's like, I think Kenny will end up. I think Kenny will end up turning on him. Oh, okay. Maybe it was funny watching. Maybe like a power play because I think that Cole could, at least right then, would be a better baby face than. Do you think Cole's going to be a little snake the whole time, or is it going to come in later? He'll be. He'll he'll go in and out of everything. I think there's always going to be that, but I think he's so good at and like my favorite thing about Adam Cole's character is you always feel like there's something bubbling right under the surface. (laughs) So like he could go a year and a half being the best like you know teammate and faction mate and partner to these guys, but the whole time you could be like, oh, it's coming, (laughs) oh, it's bubbling. Well, and you even see that in in his character, like in matches where like something he's cool, calm, and collected. He's just going about his plan. And then the moment someone kicks out at two after his setup moved to his finisher and he's shocked, you know, yeah. and you see that anger and like that, like he's like angry at how shocked he is, you know, like <laughs> totally and, dude. And like, you see it in his face. Just that, just like, are you kidding me? Like, how mm-hmm. dare you look that he gets like comes out and that's always bubbling under the surface. Like, that yeah. entitlement and stuff like just you see like rich like spoiled brats like not get their way for the first time and suddenly lose their fucking mind uh-huh. like, yeah. his, that is his character like adam cole is like always one step away from getting duct taped on an airplane his, his character <laughs> his wrestling his character in wrestling is do you know who my dad is <laughs> yeah 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 no he he's seriously like a, a one once in a generation character and he knows it he said it already yep. So, no, it's fucking so sick. So sick. I honestly can't put into words how excited, how much more excited I am to watch Dynamite over fucking, I'm sorry, any of the other products that wrestling, that WWE is putting on right now. And I know I'm, we're about to have the new NXT rebrand. I know we got I'm, great shit going on with Finn Balor I, and fucking Roman. I'm, I just, I'm in the same boat, though. Like, Adam, and it's just Adam Cole. are a bunch of marks. Yeah, I'm not I one am. of those people who thinks that AEW can do no wrong. I just think they have the most exciting product, hands down. As far as like, Adam what to expect. Mark. Here's what here's what I'll say. Like, it, you know, like obviously my track record of um, uh, hating on AEW um, because they make me hate it on a weekly basis is pretty well established. <laughs> I I would I mean I would agree with that right now. It's just saying like that. It might, I, I know it might not be as good as what I'm hoping, but I am most interested watching AEW right now of anyone because it had like, it has potential to, you know, rise up and be like amazing, like rise up to the potential that it's set, which it won't because it nothing ever does, um, except for takeovers in 2017. Um, but there's that potential there, even, and even if it's like, just a massive calamitous failure at least i'm like curious about what's happening you know mm-hmm. even even nxt my still my favorite wrestling show since i started watching wrestling again mm-hmm. um and I, i'm still loving it. like even with the changes that are already starting to happen i enjoy every episode i can't yeah. say that about any other show um but 
I'm even though there's that rebrand stuff that's all interesting. I'm more interested. Just I'm curious about Dynamite and, and Rampage oh. and just AEW as a whole. Like, prove me wrong. Like, I want them to prove me wrong. So, like, they're starting to like, mm-hmm. and they're like, and not even that prove me wrong, but like to like finally deliver on the things that have been frustrating. Yeah, like, right. It's like win me over. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they're starting to win me over, and I'm I'm very cautious. I'm very cautiously optimistic because right. we've been hurt before. That. Yeah, it's, it's wrestling, and they, they will mess some of this up. They will they will make a misstep with one of these things, and yeah. like that's just that's normal. But it's like okay, if you make a misstep, how do you respond and how do you react? And I, I think that they've shown that they have more willingness to change course if something's not working, except that, for their women's division. Except, well, well, that's not that that's, it's not working. It's that so they, it's not it's nothing. It's nothing. They don't, so, they don't take criticism well when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah, but they they will because they think they're right. If they mm-hmm. and so like they don't they just don't care. I, I I said this at Brady's house, but Tony Khan doesn't. I don't think he likes women's wrestling. Yeah, I don't think mm-hmm. yeah I don't think it's ever been the thing that he focuses on ever. Yeah, and so and then like nobody else is gonna give a shit if he doesn't. Yep. Um. And so yeah, like honestly, like I'm like I'm excited to see where everything goes. Yeah. Dynamite as a show is. Still very like just it's dynamite to me. Like, yeah, it, it's always has some cool stuff, and then I think it is just the the kind of the fact that like like you can see what like as far as like what like they're they're doing with certain things. It's like they're getting a pass on a lot because like the cool shit they're doing is super cool. Yeah, and it's like you get like these surprises, and it's kind of like when WCW is doing the same thing, and you got like these big names and Hogan turned and all this. Nitro was always Nitro. It just like sometimes was a better version of Nitro to yeah. watch. Mm-hmm. And it's like it has that kind of same feeling where it's like for a while I was like I like I'm like oh I actually have to watch Nitro because like the NWO is super cool. And that's what it's feeling like right here. Yeah, and um, what is there's a couple things. There's number one, it's like a big thing that always just bums me out. It's like the lack of diversity in, in AEW. Yep. Yep. And I think, yep. I think, I think that always has just been a very big sticking point with me personally. Yeah. Is because when we get told that all in and at double or nothing, that's going to be for everyone. Like it's going to be like super inclusive. And it's like, cool. Like these different voices get to be represented. Like I'm super excited about that. Yeah. It's like, I, I want to see more Eddie's and Ray's and, like people like that not necessarily the like just stereotypes or they all just get lumped into one group or you know everything like mm-hmm. that yeah and we never gotten that like, no it's all white people at the top yeah and so it's just like oh this is not what was like i guess advertised so i always have that taste in my mouth sure. yeah and so to me it gets a little bit harder to get ex- like super excited am i excited mm-hmm. for rod no that's the thing, dude. Oh my god! It's the it, comparison of what the other options that we have week to week are. I got, I was, I'm actually kind of blown away by what happened yesterday, uh, which I was reading this morning because I missed SmackDown and I looked and I was like, oh, that's so sick. The great card. Oh, but they cut all the women's matches. Oh, it was a it was a 9/11 tribute show and they cut Zelina, who like her famously lost her father in 9/11. Yeah. They cut her match. Like it to me, the other side of the coin of like why it's so exciting watching dynamite right now is because I feel like the most interesting thing happening on WWE TV is how quickly is Vince McMahon losing all touch with what 
is like I can't imagine. I can't even imagine that how that came about. Like, oh, let's well, let's cut all the women's segments. Oh, Zelina, who had some fucking gear made for this like special moment. Oh, let's cut that. Who, the fuck, who gives a shit? We'll put B- Balor in there in his fucking makeup. It's like there. It's how quickly is Vince McMahon like catering a show just to what he thinks he likes versus what it, it, is actually in touch it, with it, what people want. You 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 can, you can tell you didn't watch the show because it was really good. Mm-hmm. And it was it doesn't it, it matter how good it is, but, it, but if it they're going to make the same mistakes. It wasn't a Vince show. It did not feel like a Vince McMahon show. Who's making those calls then? Who's saying let's Fitcher. rip up all the women's sake? <laughs> Fitcher or any any number of all who hired who him? Were. We can't fucking give Vince like oh, all all like well, we can't, oh he wasn't there. <laughs> so well, what? It's his call. Well, it's his show. It, it was he was there. It's it's that like you it, you can tell shows that are very like very much written for Vince. This was not one of them. Well, if that's even the case, they're still missing the mark. It, it's not oh, like it's still, they still are, but yeah, they're missing the mark on, on certain things like that. But look at who, like, let's just look at NXT, for example. Like they have a lot of people of color as champions. You have representation with fucking like Legato del Fantasma too, who are very prominent roles in that. Um, you have shit like Ray and Dominic Mysterio. You have Bobby Lashley. You have MVP. Mm-hmm. You have all these different people on different walks of life like new day you get like all this different shit that you get on there where you look at aew and yeah last two weeks there hasn't been like shit for women's wrestling on smackdown but that is a couple weeks whereas like on the other show i just see a bunch of white dudes running around i mm-hmm. get it i do get mm-hmm. that and, and I get so that. like to me i i like like that's why it always leaves a bad taste mm-hmm. and, and yeah and, and because we were fucking promised, like it was gonna be like it's that the, the promise that that's what that's what fucking does it in for me is I bought in so hard mm-hmm. to it. I and was bummed for like a week waiting to get all out tickets. I'm like, this is bullshit. I was so sad. Um, I mean, I literally, I mean, I was there for the the fucking proof of concept show. We were there for the other show. I mean, hell, I went to Dynamite before the world fucking ended. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's like I've watched every one of their shows. I've paid fucking like money to fly to goddamn Chicago and Vegas. I was so stoked for this to be the best. I've sung the praises of the Bucks and Kenny for a long time. Hell, I cried during two Cody matches in my life. <laughs> Which is fucking Ooh. wild. And it's it's one of those things where I wanted this to be what was promised. It was going to be the best thing. And it's just like, oh, it is wrestling. It's another wrestling show with a bunch of white people. And yeah. At least if I look over to the other, the other product that's out there, it's like, oh, well, at least like there's different walks of life, different characters, like not characters, like different like walks of life and beliefs and skin colors, and there's women on the show. It's like, oh, there's something more than just a bunch of white dudes running around. Yeah, mm. that's true. And, I mean, it's, it's valid for sure, hundred yeah. percent. And like. Same and then same goes for you know representation of like of queer wrestlers and stuff like Sunny Kiss is just on dark yeah all the time and yeah. like you know and night like Nyla like is the kind of one exception a little bit like Nyla I feel like has had a, a solid run like definitely solid run and it's kind of always like it I think will in the mix in the mix yeah and like if if Britt went down with an injury tomorrow. And they wanted to just put the belt on someone like they could put it on Nyla for then to build up, you know, Ruby or um, Thunder Rosa to like be the baby face to like 
we're take it off of her, you know, like, and that's a solid spot in a company to have. Um, but like at the same time, like they just have dropped the ball otherwise with, you know, queer representation. Unfortunately with WWE, they also just like released, they, just you know, they released Mercedes and Jake Atlas and mm-hmm. like, have, yeah, they, yeah, they don't give a shit over there uh, and the WWE side of like they, being but, inclusive or representative. They just know that they, that if I feel like everything they do is for demographic purposes, for ratings purposes, for what's going to make the most money. I don't, and well, I guess that's wrestling. That's always been the yeah, I mean, shit it's a, of wrestling. It's a, yeah. it's a business, and it's a, it's a billion dollar corporation with like huge marketing spends. Like, yeah, like they it, they they know that. Having, and it does go back to the promise. Yeah. It goes back to the promise that we got from AEW that that's not what they were going to be. You yeah. know, I get it, I do, but it's just like fucking. I don't know. It, it's a really rock and a hard place with like trying to root for any of these companies because yeah. it's the people in the companies that we like. It's not the fucking. I don't, I could give a shit about Tony Khan and chat or Shad Khan. I don't know. You know, I'm not rooting for them. I'm not putting their posters on my wall, but like, uh, I I don't don't know. It it seemed like you're about to, you're about ready to die on the hill of Tony Khan. (laughs) In this moment right now, if I had to pick a side, I would. It's, it's, I would say you guys can both die. (laughs) It's crazy to think that, uh, GCW has a lot of representation. Oh, oh like, they're a Nazi. Um, do they have a Nazi? Yeah, probably. Black. Yeah, no. Yeah, GCW is one of the worst promotions. It's also one of the hardest to watch because um, you can't hear fucking anything. Uh, I mean, um, here's the thing: is um, do you want to hear Kevin Gill? They, <laughs> no, uh, I want to. I want to hear the wrestlers in the ring. G- rest, GCW wrestlers are carnies. Wrestlers are. You know, like especially independent promotion, they'll do whatever they can to make a name for themselves. Know what name they just like? They they saw a trend. They saw, hmm, this Effie guy is getting a lot of likes on his Twitter feed. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe if we uh, you know, put our our logo in the corner of a thing that says "gay" on it, um, that's run mm-hmm. by Effie, who is run <laughs> is the is the is the white you know gay man uh that gatekeeper for gay wrestling gatekeeper for all queer wrestling i love effie i'm that's not even no but but that is effie that's totally how effie is treated Um, it seems like they you know hey if we put our logo in the corner of this you know maybe we'll get some cred and that (laughs) and it's worked for them it's like you know fucking banks being uh, sponsoring pride events yeah (laughs) gcw is wells fargo's booth at pride yeah true Come True. sign up for a gay checking account. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll send you your overdraft fee notice in a rainbow. <laughs> we got a rainbow debit card. You'll love it. Go now, buy your leather with are it. You, oh, sir, so you're in the shitter. I'm about to piss. Oh, okay. Ah. Please, please make sure you meet. Oh, good. He meet <laughs> But I mean, yeah, that way, look, that, that was all out. That was all out. That was, I mean, we, there was other stuff on dynamite, I suppose. I don't, we, yeah, I don't know if but we need also, to go through also, everything. I'll but. even say, as, um, it's because I wanted to just start shit and argue. Honestly, I mean, like AW, as far as like excitement, that is the one that's like the most exciting because you just don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, uh, as like, I'm curious about what's going to happen with the new NXT, but I'm honestly on the same train as you guys. 
I just wanted to start some shit. I know. Well, hey, it's it's good. It's good. <laughs> and I am a bit of a mark. And I, I guess I understand that. It is good to keep that in mind, you're, though. You're, you're Brady. I don't think that's you, true, though, because I, I appreciate No, no, you're a positive Brady. Yeah. I appreciate a lot of, he, of the wrestling I see on WWE's TV. I just don't. Honestly, he has been, too. Well, maybe me and Brady are maybe we're where we were linking up. Is there a battery like the positive and negative? You're, you're like, telepathically you, connected. You're like Sinkara, and he's like Sinkara Negro. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, he he is. Uh, what the fuck? I can't. Think I'm of Smiling him. Finn, and he's what uh, was, uh, not Smiling Finn. He's what the prince. What was his name? Um, Sinkara. That was then with uh, Camacho. I can't think of his name. Mm-hmm. Rainfart. I miss oh. that era. I've only like gone oh back and God. found that stuff out. There's, was it, there's Mystico and um, I don't, I cannot remember who the non Mystico Sankara is. Yeah. God, it's going to fucking bug the poop out of me. Going to bug the poop out of you. Hunico. God damn it. Hunico. That's it. I wouldn't I remember Hunico. Uh, one of the things I, I do want to talk about while we're still on the, the, world of of aew and and in the the uh the zeitgeist i still got lots to say yeah let's let's uh we could run more into what happened on dynamite which was mostly kind of an aftermath episode yeah it was the uh, all-out fallout it was the all-out fallout um uh brett baker told ruby to go back to catering like she's been for four years that was good that's fun that's fun she was on TV a lot. That's a lie. I yeah. know, but it was still funny and made Ruby mad. Yeah. yeah. Um, MJF was mean to Brian Pillman Jr. MJF was very good mean to Brian Pillman Jr. <laughs> good. Everyone should be. That man is a tr- is trash. Oh, is he really? <laughs> he sucks. Really? That sucks. I was he so likes, stoked for he him. He likes shitty people. Like, he has shitty friends. Like, he did he sometimes has said some stuff. It's like, I think you're kind of dumb and maybe you didn't have good um, rental, like, you know, <laughs> like, you know, just had Aunt Linda. help through his life to learn how to be a good adult. Um, but then also at the same time you see like, Oh, the people he's friends with are big red flags of like, <laughs> even if you're not going to say the shitty opinion, Maybe you don't disagree with your friend who does. That's true. You you the, are the company you keep, you know. So um I know people that know him personally, and they they say that he's very nice. He actually is a, like a he means really well. It's just that like he's dumb and he's just surrounded himself with just like some dumb people. But like like they say that he's actually a good dude. How young is he? How how old is he? He's in his twenties. Yeah, I mean, like, okay. you just I don't a, think he's he maybe had himself 25. A, a real rough upbringing. So. Of mm-hmm. course, of course, you you do hope to see though if he himself is not a, a you know a shit bag. You do hope to see, especially around when you're getting in your like mid to upper twenties, like you start separating. You start to, you know I don't know. You would hope that he'd start to grow up. Uh, I thought it was really like emotionally well done. I thought you know having the the dynamite in Cincinnati, our hometown hero stuff, building up to the main event with Mox, who's also a hometown hero was mm-hmm. like, uh, was really effective. I thought MJF being, uh, that uh, like <laughs> abysmally terrible <laughs> of a, a human being was like kind of fucking rad. <laughs> Cause it was yeah. just like, he was good. He was good. I mean, it was like, well, that's, that's terrible stuff to say. Uh, and 
yeah, I, I I'm not gonna like. Uh, I don't know if MJF is someone I'd ever want to hang out with, but it was good. And it I was, thought it was all it, it, it was. It was almost no different than shit. Like this is like one of the things like I, it made me mad about like MJF. Like I kind of was already ready to talk about him. I've had discussions about MJF this week. Mm-hmm. Shit like that just reminds me. And even if you got the okay, it's like of uh, fucking. Like when Paige brought up Reed Flair, or mm. like with the whole Eddie's in Hell thing, yeah, yeah, like stuff like that. It's just like there's a it's, when you it's very low hanging fruit. It's easy, yeah. yeah, it's true. It's gonna always get the oh, and then like that, especially because everybody it did just for like me. everybody just kind of like laps up everything that MJF says, even though he just says stuff what Baron Corbin says on Twitter. Yeah, it's true. It's true. MJF gets way too much credit for being this like old school heel. Then it's just like it doesn't actually take that much effort just to be a it, like an insensitive. If people like make fun of Baron Corbin for saying the same things, like in his in character Twitter that he does that MJF says on like live TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if you want um, the real good Baron Corbin content, got to go to his his steak and whiskey page. That's <laughs> That's oh the good. God. That's the good stuff there. If somebody <laughs> in this world has a steak and whiskey like dedicated page, I feel like that's a red flag. <laughs> but it's, it's great. You you need to you need to check it out. Maybe maybe I'll expand expand my horizons. Um, we had Cody or Dustin versus Malachi Black. Man, Malachi Black is not hitting fucking shit for me right now. That's <laughs> not his fault. That's not anyone's fault. It's just not hitting. I mean, it's actually yeah, it's, it's actually it's actually fault. a few people's fault. Uh, yeah, they shouldn't have booked this match because, like, for one thing, um, Gold Dust is a lot taller than some of these other people he's hitting in the face. Oh, dude, yeah. you mean that fucking black mass to his shoulder? <laughs> just they also just like work like way too different of a style that it just clashed so hard. Uh huh. It, it actually kind of takes a, sense. It takes away from how like on commentary where they're like. You know, like Shivani and fucking Taz is like, yeah, this is the absolute best shape of 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 Goldust's career, of Dustin's career. Like, this is the absolute best shape. And it's like, well, that's actually not giving you med- that's not pointing you towards good right now. It's like if this is the best shape of his life, and he's still, I don't know, I don't know. I, I he could do shit, of course. Like he's been around the block a lot of times. He's not bad by any means. It's just not the right opponent from Malachi Black. Yeah. Um. Uh, real quick, let's skip around. Let's talk. How did Suzuki hurt his eye? I didn't catch that. Suzuki versus Mox. Let's talk about it. Was it hard way? Did it? Did he get cut hard way? I mean, yeah. what happened? Mm. He just I don't hit, remember he just it. Hit his head on the mat and it broke his eye. I'm guessing some type of strike because they were laying them in there. That's the mm. thing. Yeah. You, those things. Those are like those big injuries. Like that happen don't happen from big flashy moves it's like you get caught with a fucking you know Kevin Nash a, a is sharp walking part of the across, elbow across the ring and his quad <laughs> explodes <Yeah. laughs> freak accidents wasn't it like because like sean michaels that was, had Lars, to... that was Lars sullivan's finishing move yes <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah like sean michaels like wasn't he like retired like didn't he have to quit wrestling because he hit his head on a table like in a funky way no it no. was uh Backed back up on, on a casket. Yeah, it just mm. barely clips it. Like, because he was going yeah. like over it. Yeah, and like in the video, because like the video quality, you know, was like so much worse back then. You can't even tell that he hits it. 
it, but it's like one of those things. It's like a potential career ender. It just like clipped the corner, but in just such a way, it fucked him up. And so it's like that's also that crippling pill addiction. Yeah, you, know, oh, yeah. <laughs> you lost. You know, you lost your smile. You lost your smile. But like, uh, yeah, that was the same thing I just took from like Suzuka. It's like you, you probably just got fucking wailed on the fucking brow so with a short f- part of the fucking knuckle. I was so fucking mad though. Cut away from the fucking entrance, and then the match was like fucking five seconds long. Most of it was and, in picture in picture, and it was three minutes of Moxley walking through the crowd. Literally three minutes. Like you did not. You just don't have more match. Have that after the show. No one on TV, who no one watching on TV, gives a fuck about Cincinnati. It's honestly, it's it's not right. It was not for the people at home for sure, and. Uh, and that like, whole MJF Brian Pillman thing could have been handled backstage in a fucking quicker thing. Like, give it yeah. more time. You could have mm-hmm. cut some fat in this show. That's a but. big deal having him on your show. You're going to disrespect him by putting him on picture in picture. I mean, I actually do understand that. It's TV, but let the not match. Not like, Yeah. Well, and they've let done it play out. Exactly. Let him show, like, like show that like, to the TV audience <laughs> that didn't buy your thing. That this guy that's coming in that's this murderous grandpa is a big deal. Yeah, like if, it, if you're it tuning ended... in because like Pumpkin Brian, like why do we care that there's this weird old guy in the ring? But yeah, then like and... when he's like, oh, what what? Why do they all know his song? Like he's from like New Japan. Like I don't know that place. And then yeah. you fucking look it up. Ugh. And it ended so abruptly. Like it didn't have a time to like flesh out a, an interesting story. No it was just like fight. dudes. Dudes punching each other, which was rock. It was just a but, real Smash Mouth style. But it was just, it was way too short. They're, it turning, it some into time. Lan- they're turning it into a Lance Archer story, which is, I, I like seeing the Suzuki Goon like reunion and stuff, and that'll be cool. But like, it's yeah. still, it's still like, still, you could still do that. Like, it doesn't have to be this underwhelming thing to then turn into that, have a great match, and then still do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think I think more so them like doing that was like kind of the response to like some of the like oh we'll just turn this into the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like that's fine, and I was disappointed, and also the dirty deeds. What are the hell? What does he call it now? Paradigm the, shift. Paradigm the shift. double double paradigm shift or whatever the fuck he's calling that, it now. Um, like, Underhook no, suplex. That looked like a suplex. Though. It's not even a DDT anymore. It looks way less effective, and they're selling it like it's stronger than ever. Yeah, because it's supposed to be a brain buster, but he's actually being safe with it, which is like makes the brain buster not look good. Yeah, Yeah. it didn't look like his finisher, and I was like, "Uh, what's happening?" He won with a like a fucking underhook suplex. Yeah, I was like, wait, that's it? In like six minutes with nothing? Yeah, yeah, it was weird. Also, the Death Riders is such a better name. Oh yeah, yeah, the paradigm shift. The paradigm shift. It should be called the oral sessions. Yes. If he (laughs) he ever gets a like a submission that's like a cross face or something. The oral submission. Mm. They have to push a button that's him saying it. Oral session. Oral session. Or it's just like him like being like a schoolyard bully and like sitting on somebody, but just like whispering it in their ear like that until they tap out. Like, I don't like it. Stop it. My insulin pump is called a paradigm. So like that's not cool. So when a paradigm shifts, that's not a good thing. You don't I want mean, it to shift. Yeah, that's true. No. No. Um this is shifting the insulin, that good, good insulin right into my mm, body. Yeah. I uh I gotta go. 
Um, Bye, so I Derek. Love you, all. love you. Um, we'll tell everyone a, what you really thought about all the other segments. Okay, I'll make sure to listen to everything that I haven't said. Um, don't worry about it. Don't you don't have to. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm really. I wish I could hear you talk about SmackDown, but yeah, I'm very excited to listen. But yeah, yeah I love you all. Thank you for love listening. You. Happy Rusev Day. Happy Rusev Day. Um, this po- the podcast's not over. It's just for <laughs> oh, one guy, though. The podcast's not over. It's just me. Okay, bye. 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 Bye, dude. But yeah, you know fuck, what? Fuck, finally. No. Yes. Oh, now we can oh, fucking breathe. Time. Good Lord. Um, do y'all want to talk about NXT? Full transparency. I didn't see it this week, so I'm happy to listen. <laughs> Here's the thing. I didn't either this week. Um, I I have had almost zero time to. It's been a busy boy. Yeah. This week has been a busy boy. Yeah. So it's uh yeah you know we can absolutely go over it though if there was anything Eastside that's that struck your fancy. I saw that Mei Ying had a match with. I heard she loves to punch throats. I heard it was a little underwhelming. Let me pull up the results because I always I've just I've watched a lot of wrestling. I will say that the also, one thing that I'm really a lot of pen. Hit that P, dude. Hit that fucking hit that fucking DP, dude. That and dab so, pen, bro. Um, excuse me. I think you broke up. Did you say penis? <laughs> yes. I've been hitting that. I just kept punching myself in the dick. <laughs> I didn't watch a lot of wrestling this week. I've been uh, too busy punching my own crotch. Uh, no, I, I watched too much wrestling. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Kaylee Ray and Ember Moon had a really uh, good match. I'm, I'm really okay. sad to see that. They're so both um, so good. Fucking Kaylee Ray with the fucking WCW Revenge fucking taunt. Mm. Um, great match. Uh, Ember like showing some slight heel tendencies in the match. Um, I think she's going heel because of a promo she was doing as well afterwards. Why uh, not? Yeah. Do Kay- something. Yeah. Seriously. Kay- Kaylee Ray won, and there's um, that was cool. And I heard the, was- the the finish was like sounded super cool too. I listened to a recap into like um, the double like. Um, the underhook like pinning combo thing, like yeah. reverse into a gory bomb, which is always awkward to get into, sounds really cool. Yeah, and so it was super cool too. Um, fucking uh, Ember caught a kick from Kaylee Ray, and like turned that into like a fucking like a fisherman's driver. It was That's just, cool. It was fucking dope, and then one with the gory bomb. Um, the um, bachelorette Matt- party stuff was was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I definitely want to go back and rewatch all that. I just, yeah, I, I have worked. I've almost already worked forty hours this week, and I uh, work today. Oh, so. um, and then like the bachelor party stuff is just real fun. Um, it's comedy. If you like the comedy shit, then you'll like this. Um, they also introduced one of Indy's friends. I forgot what her name is. Her name before was Steph Delander. Um, and so. Um, they introduced her saying that she was came all the way from uh, from Australia and she's like, no, I came for Disney World. Um, so she's they, just head empty, just like all of them. Yeah. Except for Candace. And then uh, Santos Escobar and Carmelo Hayes had a great match. I love Santos Escobar. He's he hits so many boxes. Uh, they also have uh, Electra Lopez. He uh, gave Hayes a body slam. And so like that was kind of cool. Like I like the the hit row shit and um, Santos, uh, Legado del Fantasma stuff, and Carmelo Hayes just getting a, a chance to shine as well is cool. Um, the, they introduced the fucking best new team in wrestling, the Creed Brothers. I, I, so I saw stuff about them. I was immediately oh. like, this is like 
Steiner brothers mixed mm-hmm. with like Team Angle, but mm-hmm. like in Diamond Mind. This is if this is the the next generate like the next direction, more of the next direction for NXT of these like truly like developmental projects and stuff. If they handle it as well as this seems like it was from what I saw and what I heard, it was. Then that's a good way to do it. Like that's, that's well, cool. especially the like who they they paired him up with. It's like you get like the veteran Roddy, who's actually the real like kind of the star of the team. But you use his star power and how he can put together matches and really kind of work with them to fucking get them better. Yeah, hell yeah, that's cool. Um, they fucking beat the shit out of him. It was almost like a road warrior match with how stiff it was. Um, and then it was just like pumbling suplexes. It was great. Also, they signed, they signed both Stevenson. Mm. So Olympic gold medalist Gable Stevenson is signed to a, like a, a fucking NIL deal right now. Yeah. That's TV. wild. That like, so we can finish out college. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah, and defend his like NCAA heavyweight title, and and they're but, going to build a training facility near near campus for him. No way for the for the pro wrestling side. Jesus so, like, Christ, he's Big going. Deal. Yeah, this is. I mean, he's the first their first NIL deal. Like, if so, if it, I'm sure plenty of people don't know what that is. I I had heard of it when it first happened. Like, first became I a certainly thing. don't. And then I had, but I still have to refresh myself exactly like all the details of it when uh, this happened. So NIL's name image likeness deal. It is the new way that um, college athletes are actually able to earn money off of their names, which they've never been oh, that's allowed right. to do before. That's why things like NCAA football game, like no longer exist. And why, when it did exist, it was just QB number 11. Uh-huh. And it's like, everyone knows that's Kellen Moore. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that six foot even white guy with like a Justin Bieber haircut. No, that's QB number 11, not Helen Moore. <laughs> that's um, an old horse teeth himself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's like, so now um, college athletes are able to sign deals to make money off their name, image, and likeness. Okay. That's right as fuck. Yeah. yeah it's um, actually really cool. This is WWE's first one that they're doing. Um, with yeah, with Gable Stevenson while he's finishing up his, his but just career. think of like how fucking cool wrestling can be with like those guys and like with the Creed brothers, the Stevenson brothers. You got fucking uh, Parker who changed his name now to Gunner Harland. Whenever someone names himself Gunner, I'm just like, why don't you put a fucking uh, you know, why don't you put a fucking Confederate kinda, flag all over your pants? But whatever, it could just be kind of cool, like with this these big hosses that are mm. like tanks yeah i wouldn't mind um but yeah the diamond mine's sick they're the best they are a haas team and i love myself some hosses um eo shirai and zoe stark beat uh team ninja to um, retain it was, it was good and i was just happy that um they fucking beat them um and then yeah. the absolution 2 came out and um seamus yeah. is looking good these days <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it was mandy rose Gigi dolan and i still don't know who jc jane is like or she was anything ever before yeah i don't know no but, fucking idea uh, hey it gives, gives like yeah. another group and it's cool uh but they have uh mandy rose fucking wearing the mask gimmick <laughs> i uh, saw that i saw an, I, I saw the gif but uh or jif 
But uh, I fucking uh, yeah, I was I did, is kayfabe. Did she like break her nose or something? Yeah, during the last yeah. match, it was like their like heel way of getting out of the match was like, oh sure, her face is hurt. Mm. And then um, the bachelor party stuff was funny with Luma's Gargano. They had the wildest crew with Drake Maverick, Odyssey Jones, <laughs> and Cameron Grimes all there with them. Uh, they did axe throwing, laser tags, like shit like that. Loomis oh. kept choking out the geeks on the other team. And I heard that he was the, like the only one good at um, the axe throwing. Yeah. And like <laughs> that he helped Johnny with his form and like taught him how to throw. Yeah. And then at the end, like. Didn't Cameron offer to bankroll the whole, uh, the whole thing, which is kind of a fun, you know, like, hey, bygones be bygones. I'm rich as fuck now. And then Mei Ying beat. Vir- I thought this was a fake name, but it's Virginia Ferry. It is a fake name, but that's a bad fake name. She was a Tongan death grip. Like fucking jo- name. Some jobber name. Yeah, it was. It happened. It was a chop to the throat and shit. <laughs> uh, <sighs> it sucks, man. Because like you, she looked pretty badass sitting in that chair. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Let's let's just take a quick stroll through the entire history of pro wrestling and build up for a cool gimmick not delivering. Oh wait. That is 99.9% of Dude, especially all if- <laughs> instances in pro wrestling <laughs> Seriously. history. Especially as we're gearing up to, to really make NXT m- more of the, the feeder system into the main roster, too. It's like, oh, no, 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 That's not going to go no, so no, good. No, 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 That's not going to go so good. Imagine if you walked in and your dad was watching that. Oh, oh, fuck. I forgot. About that. Oh, no, 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 no. You're like, dad, is that wrestling from, does that appear to be 2021? How the fuck did you get that? Who's this zombie yeah. that's vaping into somebody's mouth? Dad, how did you get this? What is happening? No, no, no. Are, are what if they traveling? dropped to my NXT? <laughs> yeah, I know. This was way before NXT. <laughs> yeah. And then um, MSK and against, uh, Birch and Lorkin, it was awesome. It, of course, it was great because why wouldn't it be? Two uh, speedy moving teams. Yes, it was just great. MSK is fantastic. And then Pete Dunn and Rich Holland turned on Birch and Lorkin because they lost. But you got to be a fucking winner. Sorry. They finally hard, they, they just found out that Oni's not British and they were <laughs> really mad. Hey, wait what? a minute. What the fuck is this? He's just screaming all the time, never to notice he didn't have an accent. <laughs> That's true. Does the Oni but, have a Bostonian accent at all? He just has a weird voice. Yeah. I just know he has a, yeah, he just has one pointing finger. That's all I could really tell you about Oni. Real long. Real long, pointy finger and a fucking mean streak. Mean streak about him. Oni rules. Oni does rule. Oni rules. All right. There's, all right. There's next. That's next for you. So we we talked a bit about SmackDown already. There were some disappointing aspects. I do think it's in, in I but I don't want to take away from that it was a very good show. I didn't see it. You, I will you, not you, speak you to tried. it. You tried. You tried. Well, but because how fucked up is that? It's like it's a 9-11 special, which again, I'm like, I gotta I spent 20 years, but can we not make everything a fucking special? It doesn't have to be a fucking 9-11 yeah. special. But then I, it's I like it's going to be because it was also in New York. Okay, that's um, true. It's better than my uh, high school alma mater's uh, football game from yesterday. I saw pictures from uh, where is was that BK? No, Cole, Cole Valley. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, where there were there were some uh, there were some banners in the crowd and a lot of T-shirts that were uh, 
just prominently put up on their social media like they don't understand that that's an issue oh yikes oh yikes uh but yeah, I, I just saw some of the, the backlash. I didn't get to see uh, the good parts. So we can talk about the good parts. I just thought it. I think that's wildly fucked up that you're going to have a 9-11 special. You're going to have the plan to prominently uh, give a moment to Zelina, who had a, has a very clear I, and I'm tragic complete, connection. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't think the plan was ever to feature her very prominently. Well, I she, so. what, I'm, what I guess I mean is she was going to take that moment and she was looking forward to it. She yeah. posted that mm. picture of she had new gear made for this moment. They I, were going to have a 9-11 ass fucking moment for her. I would weird as fuck, but they were going to do it. I, I would bet what happened is, you know, they have the run sheet that's like the whole show, like written out. And Zelina's on there, like, and, and all that. And they are looking at the time during the show, especially like he's, uh, he's full of shit, but I, I'll believe him on some of like the technical aspects that he talks about um, of the wrestling business is Bruce Pritchard has talked about like timing shows, like mm-hmm. how these decisions get made. And like, people think it's like some huge, like, Oh, well they obviously don't care about this person. Cause they said, you know, they cut this match and stuff like that. And that I'm sure has happened, but most of the time it's just literally right in the moment. You were just thinking technically we are three minutes over. Here are all the segments that we have listed out for the show. Where can we find three minutes? And, okay, yeah. cut that. And not not even thinking. Like, um, and I'm I'm gonna guess what happened is they cut Zelina because of time, and then someone remembered. Probably uh, after the show was over, someone went, oh, shit. oh, I bet someone literally went, Oh, oh fuck, like that's bad. And shit, probably we just honestly, had <clears throat> like I hope that person went and talked to Zelina and, and apologized. And I she's also a pro, and I'm sure she was hurt, but gets it. Like she she understands being on TV. Like, yeah, I know. There were like the, I saw that the, there were like tweets out, like Zelina had posted her new gear and was just like, never mind. <laughs> and then like, uh, there was a few other people like who were supposed to be in a match. That it was, were just, like, tweeting it was ellipses. It was supposed to be Carmella, Liv Morgan, Zelina, uh, I can't, it was Liv Morgan and Tony Storm versus Carmella and Zelina. So but, Carmella but, too, that's a hometown. Like, uh, yeah. So re- return and stuff. So. But what we I needed to have was a championship contenders match between Nakamura and the champion. It wasn't on there. They cut that. No, they, they that was here. I'm reading the results right now. It was a giant 10 man. Oh, what's it a giant 10 man? Oh, it's because I'm reading the wrong fucking. <laughs> yeah. So uh, opened with Roman and it was Roman's great. Um, and then fucking Brock Lesnar. Big badass baby face Brock Lesnar. He's terrifying looking. He is scary he is looking. So scary looking, but like he is so over. Oh my god! And like, why didn't you tell him I was going to be a SummerSlam, Paul? Why didn't you tell him I was going to be a SummerSlam? <laughs> that was the first one was really good. <laughs> um, it threw me off. <laughs> um, <laughs> shit, I'm I'm lost. Okay, um, no, he comes out and he's such a good baby face because. Zach, you'll know this. Like when he was babyface, like in his first run, he was awesome because he has so much of this like wild natural charisma. Yeah, he's intense. It's strange. Yeah, and people like it's very like visceral. It's like you just see like there's not much going on up here. Yeah, but like one of the things that gets him going is competition, and it just like radiates from him. Yeah, and and the only person he's ever loved is Paul Heyman. 
Yeah. And so like, and Paul Heyman now has turned on him m- multiple times. Like I was blown away. So I did see that clip and I was blown away at the idea of like, I was like, Oh, I never made the connection that he could work with both of them. So when he's like, and he's like, why, why do you got to go for this? Out of all the titles we could go for, why, why do the universal title? Why? You know? And it's just like, I love that. that One of my fucking favorite things that had happened is so they, they're cutting this promo and everything. And, the the bloodline leaves um and then fucking just on a fucking just drop of a hat i ladies and gentlemen my name is paul like goes yeah. off like just turns and just starts like announcing. oh the pro is here yeah and it just shows like how slimy like paul Heyman, the character and probably the man are <laughs> and um <laughs> then like brock uh, fucking gave him five seconds and brock ever the pro Counts it down and puts his hand up so the crowd will chant along. Great crowd, by the way. That really helped the show. Um, just throwing that out there. Awesome crowd. Um, Hell yeah. Makes me really stoked for the Arthur Ashe show for AEW. Same. Like it'll be mm. cool. New York good New York crowd. A good New York crowd is one of the best. They look like a good Chicago crowd. It's one of the and best. this was this was a Madison Square Garden special, right? And I don't it, know if we mentioned that. It wasn't necessarily they didn't call it like a special, just like it's SmackDown for the Madison. Right? Whenever it's at MSG, it's like it, they make an event out of it. It feels special, and it really did. Um, and then fucking Lesnar puts up Heyman for the F5, and then Roman saves him. But then Brock just being the conquering baby face, because when WWE knows how to fucking book, all of a sudden they can book perfect, is that he doesn't get punked out by the heels. And he doesn't touch Roman, though. So then you still leave that all tension. You gotta there. save it. And it fucking this is the one thing about this show that gets me is it fresh it's frustrating because they just show that they can put on a great show. Uh, yeah, they right. Show they know how to book. Like at any time we want, we could really blow your fucking wig off. Here's the yeah. thing. And th- that's what fucking happened. <laughs> Heyman. Like, you know, I, I think an aspect of it is Heyman, like obviously is gonna have some veto power and some Mm. real ability to steer the ship for hit the storylines he's in like that's pretty well established like and he, yeah. he has that sway and even if beyond that having that sway he also has like basically the threat of that being there and how important he is to these storylines for them to not give him their anything but their a game as far as pitches go yeah like like that's all they're gonna give him um Raw, there's no storyline that has Paul Heyman in it. Yeah, and so it feels like this, like SmackDown, just has more tension, like attention to detail going on, because like their main storyline is solid, like no matter what, it's yep. solid. Um, and so it feels like then everything like just goes through that lens of like, well, the main event is solid, um, and so everyone's just like firing creatively for every other storyline like not yeah. every single one is always a hit but like i'd say like more often than not on smackdown it's at least not terrible mm. yeah yeah there's and having a one i mean it's like been said a million times but having a less out one less hour of programming oh yeah i have to contend with is like i like raw it's just like it's an uphill battle every time because you have it's such a long show mm-hmm and so, like, when Raw's good or cohesive, it can be good. When you can and, make three hours, like, fly by, that's that's impressive. And, I and think they, they Raw, can like, do it. I forgive certain things because it is three hours. And so if there is, like, a, a couple segments that, like, are, like, a little slow or drag or just maybe not as interesting, 
Like when it's a good, good Raw, it's like, okay, that's fine. When they give but, us like an hour long gauntlet match, it's like, okay, thank you. Yeah. And it's just like, it's so frustrating because like this whole show, the storytelling wise, the booking, the, 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 the future booking that's like, you can see stuff that's coming up and it's good. And you're like, oh, cool. They're giving us the roadmap instead of just trying to swerve us and make dumb shit happen. Yeah. Like, we know where this is going and it's fine. Let's, mm-hmm. I want to see how it unfolds. And it just gets so fucking frustrating when it's like, they don't do this. And when they when they can fucking sports entertain you for two hours. <laughs> and it, it's like, you guys, you guys can just do this every week, you know? Like, yeah, we're not, we'll keep coming back if it's good. Yeah, exactly. It's like, people will enjoy this. It's, it was a great episode. And Yes, there was things they needed to do way better, but like what was on presented on screen was good. I'm I'm with you, and I, yeah, I'm with you. I got reactionary about it, but to be honest, looking over it, I'm like, fuck, I kind of I want to go back and watch a lot of these segments. It, watch that, watch the main event. It was actually just all great. Um, Nakamura, Rick Boogs, and the Mysterios and Big E beat Zane, the Dirty Dogs, Dirty the Alpha Dogs. Academy. And then uh, Apollo Crews. And the best thing ever is that fucking Sami Zayn comes out wearing like some like I love New York joggers, wearing a Knicks jersey. And then he brings out some. I love New York, who, the, VH, the VH1 show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, brings out a somebody said that knows how to win an MSG. And it was Atlanta Hawks, Trey Young. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a dagger to the Knicks fans who play their games in that same place. And so it was so great. It was so much heat. And then again, this what just shows me that they know what they're fucking doing. Like they have him choke Ray Mysterio and then the ref catches it and tosses him and the place erupts. And mm-hmm. it's like, you guys know how to fucking book things. It's like, <laughs> you guys, like you guys know, like, okay, but got some heat and then we'll give the fans something to cheer about here. And then they do. And then it's like, oh, you motherfuckers. God, and- yeah, you, okay. You know that someone backstage, like Vin, it, it was Vince and fucking Bruce were, were talking and just like, oh, well, they, uh, down south, they keep getting our wrestlers. Well, let's get someone up from Atlanta. <laughs> and not bruce knowing is, that AEW isn't based in atlanta yeah bruce is like yeah uh, yeah yeah sure and he's like <laughs> he's like a motherfucker please bruce, get out of here bruce has by the way bruce literally doesn't understand sports at all like okay if sports have come up on his podcast he's just like he doesn't understand anything but re- like any sport but wrestling it's hilarious yeah. and then biggie hits the big ending for the win Oh um, uh, yeah, okay. Biggie, just the fucking best. When he finally cashes in, he's gonna be a huge star. Cuts a promo, says that might be the last time they see him. He said it's a matter if it's Ranger Bobby, he can show up anywhere. Um, Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch contract signing. Bianca shops in Seth's closet. It looks like she came <laughs> out looking like fucking Elmo. Um, but she was grading. Also, was just saying like she actually got booed. Mm-hmm. And then they started cheering for Bianca, so it worked. Yeah. Um, and they had their contract signing. If you're gonna cut a women's segment, maybe cut that one. Um, and then have the match instead. Uh, it they was really like, doubling. I feel like they're really doubling down on contract signings lately. Yeah, and it, they are all about just the concept of contenders. They yeah. really are. Contendership yeah, right, like, matches are literally the worst thing since the so best two out of three falls. Where it's like you. You face the champion to see if you deserve to face the champion for the title. Okay. How many times have Tegan and fucking Shotzi like mm-hmm. done that? 
like since they came up. Like, but just hanging out in the back. Like if you like, beat the champs, you get the get the strap. Oh, they beat uh, Natty and Tamina twice. Yeah, like they have won like singles and tag team matches against those the other two. Like a million. I know they were extending it to keep because like to get through Natty's injury. Until she came back, but holy shit. <laughs> um, Shotzi and Tegan were just uh, on their tank. They offered Heyman a ride for whatever reason. In my, I tweeted this. I just said in my world, they just like drive that around, like around town and just through the building. And that's all their characters should be. It's, it should just be like when they first were bringing the drifter up and mm. just in the background playing guitar. You, like you just see like them, like with the wake of destruction behind them. And they're just like wreaking havoc in different mm. buildings and different area of the buildings and stuff Cor- I would if Corbin was still uh poor sad Corbin just every single time somewhere in the background he's on the ground holding his balls yeah <laughs> I, or like you just see him like laying there as like the tank drives over him and stuff yeah. he just has like a tank mark across his like but, shirt and, like and his white shirt but it's not like brought attention God. to it's just happening in the background mm, in the background I oh yeah. I just had an idea and I needed like when I've predicted things and they've come true before, I need this to happen so much. Corbin, I, I want Corbin to lose his money again because that's going to make it even better. Like, like the fact that he, they kind of ex- like ended this gimmick sooner than all of us wanted. Have him mm-hmm. lose his money again and make it even worse. This time, it gets so bad he joins the Robert Stone brand. There are two oh. people who have been, you know, personally injured by the tank. <laughs> he, yeah and the, like robert they can easily like, bring it up like robert stone is like he's gonna be the agent that gets him back to the top uh-huh. and he's just super incompetent like what and, you uh, need is representation and he's like i'm out of options I, for, that would be the best frankie like, monet I'll do, just, for, I'll do it for free frankie monet berating uh corbin sounds pretty good to me yeah that does then, sound pretty because good. then you could even bring like like you've already brought a lee up mm-hmm. but it's like you can bring like jesse kamei and monet like this giant group that's just geeks that Shotzi and Tegan just torment. Je- Jesse Kamea is also freakishly tall like Corbin. So like make a yeah. like mixed tag team with the two. Yeah. Uh, that's the move. That's the move. Right. Um, yeah. Um, that's the uh, Heyman and Kayla Braxton with the, uh, the best feud in wrestling. It's so good. I love it. It's fantastic. And like the way she just like walked up on him, like wanting to interview him again. And it's great. Heyman always has really good interactions with all the backstage. Like him and Renee was also fantastic. That was always good. Um, Ka- Kayla, like, weirdly has, like, this amazing ability to get into weird feuds with wrestlers because she also had the one with the Iconics that was, like, yeah. really funny. Oh, yeah. Looks like we have ourselves a fucking uh, SummerSlam fucking rematch. Edge versus yeah. Seth. Yep, Edge versus Seth. Edge, huge fucking pop when he came out. Awesome match. Definitely, again, it was just like, they're really good together. They have great chemistry. Uh, Seth pushes Edge's pace a little bit. Edge slows Seth down. Mm-hmm. So it's a good mix of it's, that. It's like Seth and Triple H were together, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except Edge has more range of motion, which is wild, because he's had neck fusion surgery yeah. how many mm-hmm. times? Uh, yeah. And also didn't mention, but you know, hopefully, you know, Triple H is doing good. Apparently, had a, a cardiac, cardiac, a, a episode. cardiac episode or event, which you know is, a, you know, the way that it, they always say heart attack without saying heart attack. Yeah. yeah. So. 
Yeah, it apparently like he's recovering it was like, all a, right. like a genetic thing he said, and so they said he's had surgery and he's good. So mm-hmm. I hope everything Which, goes well for old Paul. Is I he's actually brought up before that he's because that's part of why he didn't ever did drugs. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, back yeah, in the day yeah. when he was hanging out with the clique. Because um, he got bad got bad heart from the family. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's yeah, also probably, probably dead. Yeah, well, and maybe it's like the rest of us, his heart got a little broken because of um, NXT. But this fucking match was so good. Um fucking Rollins hitting a glam slam twice. Um also Pat McAfee was back, got better from COVID. Shout out. He was also vaccinated too, which good to hear. Oh yeah. Breakthrough cases can happen, but obviously it didn't affect him too much because he's back calling a couple weeks later. But his um, his just like enjoyment of the product comes across so genuine on commentary. Uh-huh. It's and so it, good. It, it brings out Michael Coles. And Michael Coles has actually said in interviews, he literally said that Pat McAfee like revitalized my career. Like earlier this year, he said that because like you hear it in Cole, like when he's excited to talk about wrestling, like. He's so good, like Pat, the, the yeah. UK tournament and stuff. And I think Pat McAfee just like brings it out in him. I love, I love that. And I think a, a two-person booth is ideal. I don't know why we need to keep fucking stacking them up. Yeah, no. AEW. <laughs> good God, people! I need four uh, people on AEW all it's, the time. It's because you know, if you sign everyone from WWE, some of them can't wrestle anymore. So yeah, right. But they all got fucking guaranteed screen time. I'm sure. Um, it was awesome match. Um. They kept like going for each other's moves. They kept reversing them, hitting spears and all this. Both of them hit pedigrees. Um, and then fucking Rollins low blowed him uh, behind the referee's back. And then he just fucking fed him super kick after super kick. And like the way Edge was like just looking there, it's like Pat McAfee called. It's like Edge, like I think knew he was done, but like he was like he wasn't gonna like just like lay down for him. Yeah. And he fucking eats all those super kicks. They hit the stomp. Um, and then they do a stretcher job because they're like saying, oh, they did the whole thing. Like, oh, he has that surgically repaired neck. If he hits that stomp on the, the neck and everything. That could be it. So they stretched him out and everything. And you could hear fucking Edge like call Beth. Somebody called Beth. Like little things like that. Rey Mysterio was with him too, which is little continuity things that I just like little nuggets that I enjoy. It's like, oh, look. They were friends years ago, and it's mm. cool to show that they're still friends and that good guys are good guys and all this shit. And then um, I forgot who this new interview lady is. I, for a second, I thought it was Sarah Schreiber, but just another blonde lady. Um, and she comes up to Rollins, who's like, it's like kind of like in a weird, like doesn't know how to feel. It's like looks very conflicted. And she's like, well, how do you feel doing this? Like, how should I feel? Like, how do you feel? He's like, like, how, like, is it weird that I, I don't feel anything? Hmm. And it's like, it's a really cool storytelling. I like that you're writing off Edge. So when he does come back, probably either at Survivor Series or the Rumble, it'll be a good pop. And yeah. yeah. You could easily do like he comes back and eliminate Seth. He was like going through like people, you know, and then you set up their, their, their third match, which is the Mania match. And that'll hmm. be a big one. I just booked it for him. Look at that. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that that was great. And then what the fuck else happened? Oh, then there was a lot of wrestling on this fucking show because that match went like 25 minutes. Um, and then the fucking 10 man went like seven minutes. 
And then the main event was uh, Street Profits and Usos right. with 15. That is a lot of wrestling for a fucking mm. SmackDown. Very wrestling-heavy show, which was awesome. Uh, yeah. Usos and Street Profits were really good. Um, fucking Montez, like, once he gets, like, super seasoned into, like, being a star, he's going to be a fucking star. Mm. He has so much charisma. He can jump higher than anybody ever. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> seriously. He is... Just everything about him. He has a he has a good look. He has like he has like that charisma. He could tell like he's a genuine person. He's got that like company guy thing too, where it's like he could be all over press runs. And oh stuff. my he's god! Just so, oh, yeah. he, he can and just talk to a camera, him, talk to a mic. He, him and so Bianca good. together. I, like, yeah, they did. Yeah, I saw like a, a thing that they did for like it wasn't like GQ, but it was one of those like you know paste or whatever things where they did like a how well do you know your spouse thing, and they were just so funny and charming. And like you can yeah, put them sure. like on like anything like that, and, and they would press just, junket. Oh, you could. Yeah, they would kill it, and like they're both very good looking, and they're they're both like, especially when WWE is trying to like put out a special like uh, like a uh, special look for them, and it's like they're both good looking, jacked, but they're mm. not like bodybuilder types, so you don't get the oh they're just you know you know big steroided wrestlers. You get these two lean fucking good-looking people fuck. just athletic as fuck yeah absolutely. both charismatic both can talk both have some real life experience and also montez is a veteran like and then there's also oh, yeah. like the the really cool like special interest angle of the fact that like bianca like makes all her own like clothes including her espy's dress like shit wow. like that like that's like just a little like humanizing that, humanizing thing and thing that makes you able to like cross them over to like a today's show, you know, interview where they don't want to talk about stuff like in ring wrestling, you know, like that's right. like, that doesn't, but if you talk to her about that, you know, and talk to him about being a veteran, like those are the little like human interest, like crossover things. Yeah. And then it's like, like right after that, it's like, Oh yeah. And everybody, they're going to be at, you know, Coming to fucking Madison Square Garden again in December. Mm-hmm. Make sure get your tickets now. They they sold out last time. Yay! Yeah. After like she does like the segment like where she's teaching like the host how to sew like gear and stuff. So, or like how to do a fucking like yeah. Or like Montez is like this is how you jump ten feet in the air from without bending your knees. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then you can also since like they're like like athletes as well in college, you can bring them to the ESPN shows mm-hmm. because they were collegiate athletes so mm-hmm, yeah. there's so many like yeah college they, game day if they do one from from tennessee like bianca would totally make sense as like college game day guest like mm-hmm. for that yeah bring her on like that just yeah yeah and dawkins is, is, and dawkins is cool yeah, dawkins also is a collegiate athlete mm-hmm. he's also and also one of the most improved wrestlers over the last like three years really like, hands yeah down. like yeah, he, he like he has it, it though their matches aren't just waiting for him to tag in mm-hmm. Montez anymore. You know, like yeah, his, his parts was are, at one point, his parts are really cool and entertaining. He can tell a good story in the ring and he's like freakishly athletic for a like bigger, like a dude, his size too. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like, uh, I, I don't, I, it's hard to remember. Have the Usos and the street profits had a series of matches already, or is this, yeah. Probably there's three tag teams total. In yeah, exactly. WWE. Probably never mind. They probably wrestled a shitload. Of yeah, times. but um, it was really good. Um, the finish was a little weak. Roman came in when Montez hit the giant frog splash, and for whatever reason, turned him in air too. Um, <laughs> goes in, chokes him out. Um, Demon Balor comes out, <clears throat> and confronts him. Great ending to the show. That was one of the best 
easiest two hours of WWE like main roster television I have watched in hell yeah can't even remember when um it was just such an easy watch it seemed like it flew by everything hit the there was great wrestling there was good like storytelling the angles are all moving in places you can see them there's cliffhangers there is just a lot of stuff going on and it was i just keep going back to what you were saying about how fucking frustrating it is that like on a on a moment's notice you can give us a show like that and you don't god damn it come Mm -hmm. on yeah because they really do like when it's on it's on they got they got fucking stars there and that's what that's what's so frustrating it's like this is what like this is like the product that they are proud of is like the sports entertainment and it was sports entertaining because there was still the sports the wrestling as we talked about there was like almost half wrestling on there which is unheard of for smackdown yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so it's it was just really fun um i hope that they can build off this i'm optimistic that they won't <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it might exist in a bucket of just like remember that really good MSG show in 2020. Yeah, and you know what? SmackDown will probably be good. Raw, I'm always scared of. But mm-hmm. you know what? It if they can at least try to build off this and like, hey, look what happens when we have like continuity and cohesiveness. It's a good show. People like it. Like said for long, like everyone says. WWE Vince is at his best during competition. Like when he has actual competition, that and that's proven. Like Throughout history, like mm-hmm. uh, when he's needed to step up, is when he, things have been good. I think it's like when he can be complacent and just like put out whatever, put out whatever. Then you get these like you get these situations where no one tells him no. Um, yeah, or versus, like or, like, or how like the 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 fucking networks get to book the shows. It seems like when when things get really fucking bad, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. except that it seems like right now like every bad thing that they do that everyone criticizes you also hear that the network isn't happy with so it seems like maybe yeah. someone at the networks right now actually understands i think especially at fox Hope like so. there's got to be i think cletus like has input <laughs> he has upload like you know uploaded all of you know wrestling into his brain and, no, like, this is and, bad and understands it is definitely it has to be cletus that's the only mm. one it could be Hell yeah, dude. AI driven fucking WWE right in the book. AI creative. There there was that one that that happened. Someone put like a couple, like a thousand hours of raw into an AI and like generated a script for an episode of raw. And it was like hilarious. (laughs) I'll have to try to find it again. Hell yeah. Um, But yeah, fuck yeah. sounds like a good time. Demon Balor. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, I hope take it. I hope the demon loses like which he will. Um, like you know, Demon loses at Extreme Rules, and then I don't know, get more Prince. Like I want to see an actual main raw, like main roster Prince Valor, like yeah, run. Like see what it looks like that you know, because I think he's so fucking good at knowing how, like what to do, Mm -hmm. like finding that balance of happy smiling Valor from before and like what the main roster, like what they're gonna want from him. Yeah. Like they want him to sell, t- they want him to sell tickets to house shows. They want him to sell merchandise. They want him to like bring in demograph, like the demographics. They want him to be the person who sells the toys to kids um, that 
that women genuinely like, like in my experience, like I've gotten like, you know, women and, and, and femme people who are, who are attracted to men interested (laughs) in wrestling by showing them Finn Balor straight up. And I'll say that as gorgeous boxes, had an accent. He's, I say that as someone who similarly got back in, Finn was one of the first people that I got into getting back into wrestling. And I was coming to grips with the fact that I was bisexual at the time. <laughs> like yeah, I put myself in that same boat. Um, like for across the line, but he was like, also uh, give us this better character of the Prince. Like, show yeah, us, we like, don't, I, we don't I need see, the demon. I, and the demon's cool. I love, I think the demon, the demon is main event sport or like main roster sports entertainment. And I, there's a place for that. Uh, I, I just, I think historically the way that the demon's been used has kind of been like break glass. If, if extra, uh, excitement is needed Mm -hmm. where it's just like with, with, with what we know of the Prince character, as he has been in NXT, it's like, I don't think that glass needed to be broken, but I don't think Vince knows that, you know, Mm -hmm. just makes it more exciting when he has this, the makeup on, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. It is cool. I, what I want is like, I don't want the demon to be done, but I want it to go away for a while. I want him to lose this match as the demon and then mm-hmm. give us the next step of demon eventually when he Ooh, like yeah. needs to dig down. Like oh. he's been the prince. He's been like, they've called him the demon prince and shit like that. Uh, Baylor is an, is King demon. I what, got, like, they, Finn called, they, named off of. they used to call him the demon King. I know. Cause every, his accent made it sound like the demon Kane. Yeah, but he um, just got called up. But like, show us Demon the, Kane. What would show be us the really actual cool. King Demon next step? What would be cool is that if like he loses this and it causes him to get stuck between the Demon and Balor, and it's mm. just like almost like Two Face kind of thing, where it's like he's battling with that because that's how you can turn him heel with not necessarily turning the whole like Finn Balor character heel. Mm. And he just like has like half of his face painted. That'd be kind of fun, like Thunder Rosa. Yeah, so just kind of something like that, where it's like he like is part demon, part part fan, and it can almost come out like a Bushi when he fucking gets like turns into a sociopath mm, into yeah. murder Bushi. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, something like that, like where it's like, or like with Dragonoff, it's like he's gonna chop, and all of a sudden he just fucking snap for like yeah. the last year until he like beats Walter, and so. Okay. Yeah, that'd be just cool. Something like that. I like just, little things like that. Just give him horns. Oh, dude, give him a little fucking trident. Just, just turn him into a character from Hades. <laughs> just turn him yeah. into Jason Sudeikis as Satan on SNL. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, hell, y'all, that seems like wrestling to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, wow. I don't wow. have. I don't have it's questions. Weird. I don't do it. Yeah, I, I sometimes tweet that out, but um, I didn't. Today. I don't think Derek did, or else he would have probably told us. So yeah, um, yeah. Uh, questions. Well, sorry. We're gonna leave you with a question this week, listener, and that question is: What's How up? do we do an outro to this show when Derek is gone? It, it, we're gonna unfortunately just have to kind of keep rolling until Derek eventually comes back, which will be next week. So this will be a mm, week long. Oh uh, shit! Oof. Episode. <sighs> but uh, I mean, um, I've I've done Russell Boys three sixteens before. I mean, do either of you? I've never take a shot. I've never done one. Um, I believe in you, Isai. What does Wrestle Boy 316 actually fucking say? Now that Derek's not clouding up the fucking guy. A false prophet. Wrestle Boys 316 says hello.
We were like, well, <laughs> we're starting over. <laughs> oh no, it's a loop. It's, a, it's an infinite loop. Oh, oh shit. No. I don't know. I'm not going to close this. I think out. that works. That works. I, I got yeah. nothing to say. That's what Boys316 says. Hello.